Oh, it's too late now. Nah, Why you been, What's up with you drinking so much lately? I don't know. Yourself, or you just like you've been enjoying uh, your great goose? Is that what it is? Uh, just trying to get in the mood. That's that's it. No, no, nothing really more than that. You know what I'm okay. saying? Because I know you always talk about how you don't really drink, but you know you've been uh, you've been getting your shot glass on lately. Yeah, I mean, as you see, it don't really, it don't really kill me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't really fuck me up. I got a very high tolerance, even for a person that don't drink very often. Well, that's what's up. And, and Grey Goose is specifically your drink. Uh, since I'm not a drinker, I just get what I'm familiar with. That should have sitting in the house for six, seven months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't drink, and my and my girl, all she drinks is my fucking um. Uh, wine like uh, what did that she drink? She had me buy it for her all the time. I just want to some Moscato or some Riesling or right Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc, Merlot. It's something black. Is that coming a black? It coming like a black? I don't know. I don't. Don't even ask me. Oh, oh, you talking about like some Stella Rose? There you go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? Don't give me the line though, because I ain't 100 percent certain. You know what I'm saying? But that was she drink, but she don't even really drink that often. Yeah. Let me see what Bob asked. Do she do she partake with you? Is she a uh, partaker? Every now and then. Not really. Okay. Not really. How was Great America? It's my Bob talking about are you ready for me? This my really thick yet. <laughs> That's why I responded like I did earlier when you told me we was having this crazy ass, especially about this particular topic. I'm like, oh god, are you ready for? I'm offended by that motherfucker. This motherfucker gonna come in with a motherfucking R. Kelly bandana on and shit with that motherfucking leather vest, looking like with Dave Chappelle. I'm gonna piss on you. Drip, drip, drip. I don't understand why everybody's so upset about well first of all before you we'll get, wait oh here you go we can get to it why let me, Bob, let me why you look like you just woke up though uh i just i've been uh i've been in the dark for some time the uh, lights probably um uh, making it look like that i haven't oh, i've been up for i've been up for a while why you been in the dark your electricity went out you got jokes no, oh, I swear I was dead serious because our cable and shit was out today. So oh, okay. I didn't mean I meant that with all sincerity. I probably got some jokes in about 30, 45 seconds. <laughs> I was sincere. No, no, I was I was actually watching this uh uh YouTube uh interview, you know, with Gene Deal, you know, you know, the uh, bodyguard for Pub Daddy, uh, and, uh mm. back in back in Bad Boy. It's actually real interesting. I really got caught up in watching a whole bunch of uh Bad Boy, Tupac, mm -hmm. you know. You don't went down the rabbit hole and shit. Mm -hmm. And then they get to showing you related videos. You be like, I that new hey, stuff kind of hey, interesting. Hey, this Gene Deal, the, you need to watch the the Vlad uh video for Gene Deal. That's it's super interesting because he was there. This dude, this dude pretty much like took down everything. You know what I'm saying? I, I like I like these videos. Oh, okay. That's okay. Whole, uh bad boy. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Well, first of all, let me let me introduce the motherfucking show, goddammit. Uh 
Welcome to Pod, my ugly. Right when I introduce the show, something gets stuck in my throat. Hold on, let me go ahead and refresh my motherfucking esophagus. <laughs> Welcome to Pod, my ugly and this motherfucker. <laughs> night. We appreciate y'all as always. I see we got a few motherfuckers in the house. My man B May kicking it off with jokes. He said, Bobby, your face enormous, goddamn. He said, You got a tremendous <laughs> facial area. The diameter of your face is far more than proportionate, is what he was saying. Uh, we got Crystal in the house. What up with you? He would know. He would know because of his head. Because he he know how he know the circumference of his head is <laughs> like Bobby's world. Yeah, you know what what I'm got a monster head too. He got a he got a lifetime with time height ass head too. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Damn, y'all gonna uh, get off my boy. <laughs> Big made my man. You already know that all day long. But uh, as you know, it's part of my ugly everything in this bitch YouTube, Spotify, goddamn it, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the world, Goodyear Blimp. We everywhere in this bitch. And if okay. y'all don't know, we got the new merch coming out. God damn it. Pardon my melanin for the ladies. You feel yes. me? Yes. I can't wait. I'm holding about three of them. Man, I'm trying to tell you, baby. If you ain't seen them yet, god damn it, go to my Instagram page. Go to my Facebook page. Go to YouTube. <laughs> go to Twitter. God damn it, it's on there. I Pardon need a hoodie. Face. I need a crew neck. A motherfucking bandana. I thought you was going to have on a bandana today, uh, Bob. I was ready for you. I thought you was going to come in here looking like my mind's telling me no. <laughs> you stupid, man. Hey. You, know, you always got some force. You know what I'm saying? I think if you weren't watching your videos, I feel like you would have been the I really I'm do. On, I'm on the mellow mood right now. I'm just I'm, I'm just kind of like, like I said, I've been watching like seven hours of, of interviews. So I'm like, I'm like, damn, it's time for the show. You know what I'm saying? So see so, how you yeah. do us. Well, right. yeah, that's all that matters. Let's go ahead and get to it because I told him we want to have him on here specifically for this topic because you know he was on Facebook. Oh, excuse me. Damn, I don't know what's going on early. He was on Facebook clowning. Uh clowning? Well, not gonna say clown. He was catching a lot of flack for his Kale's opinion. So <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm kick it off like this, and we're gonna get go ahead about this R. Kelly topic. Uh, I don't think any one of us, including Bob is uh defending anything he did as far as the young girls uh let's get that off top pedophilia shit I'm is sure that bob true is. is that true bob i just want to make sure you ain't, got, you, <laughs> you ain't gonna ask me is that true you know that's not true well, that I don't know shit. Listen, listen i'm recorded everywhere on on being totally against scales from from a from as a as a human being and person and all that I made one post that was that was talking about music and people want to misconstrue, you know, saying what was being said. I, I've never been in favor of nothing that had to do with Kells whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? So, so hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. To it, before we get to it, let's just set the stage. Let's just set the stage. All of us here don't fuck with Kells like that. None so of us. I feel he should be thrown under the jail. Under the jail. Man. But should have been thrown under the for the sake of, I got a, I got some questions for Tiff on the legality side that I don't, I'm not understanding. I hope she can answer for me in regards to this case. But in regards to what Bob was saying, uh, I think he's bringing up a valid conversation that usually typically gets shouted down pretty fast. Uh, you get accused of being a rob sympathizer, whatever the case may be, which is should we cancel his entire catalog? And I want y'all to keep in mind before we jump into this conversation. Not only are you talking about Rob's music, Rob wrote for a lot of people, uh, Ryan Isley, fucking uh, uh, Aaliyah, 
Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Um, he wrote for a ton of people. So if you're talking about getting things that he produced for, you're talking about getting rid of a tremendous part of the 90s for a lot of us. Uh, thousands as well. Thousands, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all kids was Rob inspired in this bitch. If you're going to keep it a buck, goddammit. Uh, so, Bob, I'm going to let you go ahead and take the floor and, and, and give your point because you, I, I kind of stayed out of the conversation because I knew we were going to talk about it on the show today, but you was you were saying you was busting your guns. Uh, so go ahead and, and get your shit out. What was your point about uh, Rob? Well, well, what you got to understand is that is that my post was responding to my timeline, okay? And 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 that's something that I do a lot anyway. Like like you know, sometimes I just be scrolling my timeline and seeing nonsense or seeing something that I may disagree with. Sometimes a lot of times, see your post. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? See your post, and, and and it spark, it sparked me. Instead of coming on their post and and going in, it sparked me to make my own post. And then you saw what happened yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Before you knew it, it was two hundred some comments. It was it was crazy. Or whatever. So, huh? It's up at like three hundred now. They was going in today, I think. So um, that's what happened yesterday. I see this this individual. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going. It was it was it was actually a few individuals, but this one in particular individual was going hard about about talking about how if you if you still listening to R. Kelly music, um, you know what I'm saying uh, you should be canceled. Delete me now. You 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 are you like name calling all this stuff and how how you how you a piece of piece of piece of trash and all this and, and and i was like i know this person personally is a big time like like he heavy into like like he loves he worships mike tyson he worships uh tupac he uh he's big time into rick james like like i know this dude personally about like 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 you know how how much of a hypocrite he is in my in my eyes and at the end of the day, that's all. That's the only standpoint I was coming from was like, fam. I was really, I was honestly really talking to him, but 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 it, it I, I wanted to add other people because of of what other people were saying on the timeline as well. And and all all I really was addressing it, it, because people like Algernoy came on there talking about, you know, it's false equivalency. Man, man look, man, shut up, look. That's this is all the same. <laughs> well, first, well, first, Bob, explain to the viewers because everybody that's viewing this did not see your post. So explain what your post was before you start explaining what people were saying on the post. Okay, so so basically, what I said was keep that same energy. I said, okay, it's cool, but when it comes to music, which is the topic, keep that same energy. With, with I, I said, I listed, I said, mystical Michael Jackson. Tupac, uh, who else did I list by name? But I listed them by name, but then I also said, and all the other sexual deviants, you know what I'm saying, of the world, and woman beaters, uh, you know what I'm saying, basically all the wrongdoers. I wasn't being specific as far as what the crime was, because to be honest with you, it's kind of irrelevant. You know, we, we don't know, we don't know what none of these people do. So or, 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 let me just ask you this. So are you are you essentially basically saying that if we're gonna cancel R. Kelly music, then we need to cancel the, everyone's music that has been accused of or convicted of doing wrong? 
look, grown folks can do what they want to do, Lance. What 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 I'm saying is point though is that your that's your your my point. My point was if you're not doing that, then you're a hypocrite. That was my point. I said I said you're being you're being a hypocrite if you wanna if you wanna bump bump you know I'm saying so and so music who got who got felonies who 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 who, uh, who got rape convictions. And you know this person that been boning little boys, this person that been doing all the stuff under the sun because they ain't did what Kells did. You okay with their music or whatever? And you champion them all the time. And we talking about convicted people too, not just you know what I'm saying, not just people with, with accusations. But I'm putting them all in the same boat because we don't know, we don't know what nobody do. Somebody said nobody. Hey, ain't nobody uh, ain't nobody stopped loving Kobe. Exactly. Co I said, I said all of you gonna stop watching here. You gonna stop watching Miramax movies too? You know Weinstein. You, you are you gonna are you gonna do all the research to what whatever you listen to and whatever you watch? What the people? What the people? Do? Are you gonna go to the executive producers as well? Are That's you gonna you, you, you do your homework to everything that you listen to and everything that you watching? Since you can't separate music and the art, are you gonna really be doing all this homework because you look like a hypocrite out here when you don't? I wanna... that's, all, that's all I was saying. Don't, don't tell me I got to match the crimes and, and this crime is worse than other crimes and this person went to jail this person did. Listen, I don't want to hear all that. They all in the same boat. We don't know what nobody else is doing. If you're not deciphering it like that, then you look like a hypocrite out here. And like I said, keep that same energy when it comes to them as well. Ray James went to jail for kidnapping and, and, and torturing. You know, ain't nobody talking about that. People blast Rick James music all the time. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like and, come on. And, and Chappelle brought him back alive, and he got celebrated exactly. all over again. They have it on four shows. What you like, think, You agree like with you Bob? It's a popularity contest, like you said about Kobe. Wasn't nobody going hard on Kobe before he died? You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, motherfuckers got mad at Gail for even um, mentioning it in an interview after he passed. So. Exactly. Exactly. It's, well, too, it's too much hypocrisy out here, man. Keep that same energy. And, and a lot of them people that was uh, going against me are in this group, are in part of my ugly, too. I'm trying you know? to see if any young girl comment. I see Kia said he's a serial offender, and that makes a difference to the general population. Let me see if I see anybody else. Tammy said, without a doubt, he's truly Kaiser. So, hold on, what are you talking about? Oh, Kevin Spacey. Oh, because they were talking about Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. So, said, I mean, I think Bob makes an extremely valid point. You know what I mean? Like, what you're saying is extremely valid, and no one can get upset with that. And I do see Kia's point as well. But, I mean, like you say, some of those people he named are serial offenders. You know what I'm saying? Of 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 things um or like you say harvey weinstein we know he was a serial offender uh go ahead bob but just like just like how we don't know like like i mean i know i know what we've seen people want to want to um pitch pennies because of the fact that we know what we saw with r kelly as far as the videos and, and we know we did with Aaliyah, right but, but not only that because we all from chicago so we know right. that he was outside of yeah my point is though we just like how we we know without a shadow of a doubt some stuff is some things that we don't know without a shadow of a doubt. Just like Kia, Kia made a point on my post uh, talking about how she don't believe the Michael Jackson stuff or whatever. And 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 again, that's your belief. But but it's people who go hard for Kells who don't believe some of the stuff, e even with the video and with with the Aaliyah thing. I, I I literally 
I literally know somebody who 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 argued me up and down about how the Aaliyah thing was fake and how how they don't believe nothing they got to do with with that marriage license or nothing else. And they and, and, and I'm talking about they they argued me up and down how how that wasn't R. Kelly on the video, and they also said. My point is, you ain't well, no. I mean, that's a little different because that's a person that's being delusional. Those but, are those but, are actually facts. The point, making, Sorry, the point I'm making though, Tiff, is that I, I agree that that person is delusional. But the point I am making is that how do you look any different to to the people who wholeheartedly believe that Michael Jackson did what he did? How do you look when you say when you say people were just trying to set him up because of the because of the information that you got? You're you're able to go hard for what you actually believe, but let's not, but ain't, unless you God and you know a hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt that somebody's innocent, you don't know you don't know what's what's really true besides okay. what, what, what you have seen. Now, now the, the path you going now is a little weird. I'm I was with yeah. you at first, and I think your your point is valid, but. I mean, we could do that all day with everything. If you wasn't there, who is you? That's kind of weird. There, that's why. That's why you have to go off of your common sense and 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 facts. And and I mean, granted, to me, it's a fact that R. Kelly was on that video. Now we could dispute that one. Him, we don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, forensic data from the tape. But we we brought our eyes to could see. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, anybody with sense would say that, but but again, uh, Tiffany, clearly, clearly, um, you know, when it when it comes to uh, when it comes to juries and when it comes to what actually happened and and and, and what happened, you know, what I'm saying it, you, you, we know it's facts, but it didn't go that it didn't go down that way as if it was facts. And the people that want to defend him use those use those you know to their advantage because if it was if it was facts then then, then it would have it would have shown but we know what happens we know what happens I mean, in, in I life bob that in certain conversations people are going to play that game because right know that what happens in the courtroom is about what you can prove and creating a shadow of a doubt so it, that's, that's a different situation than just looking at these are straight facts because in the courtroom facts can get manipulated Period. So they they basically trying anybody trying to have that conversation. It, it, I'm, I got it, to me, it's it's pretty simple with Kales. I think that Kales got. I think they added on a bunch of shit to Kales what he did. But when a motherfucker is as vile as he is, I don't care. Like, listen, Joe, the one the one tape he made to me was so egregious that. I don't give a fuck what they did to him. My only issue is I don't, un and I agree with you on the whole music side. So I don't want to keep going on the music side. I think Tiff, for the most part, Tiff, you agree. You ain't with Kansas. Well, you know, I just want to say that I represent somebody who really grappled with this. You know what I'm saying? Because I was pretty done with Kells in 2002 when the fucking tape came out. Like, I was like, I'm not. Yeah. Fucking with with R. Kelly, I'm not. I don't want to. I'm not supporting his him musically, um, but you know, it was it was weird though, right? Because it was like it was a lot of shit that he started putting out. Of course, I enjoyed it. I liked it, but my man was. I'm not gonna be buying any albums. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna support him financially. Then I did go through that period as of like the last five years where I was like, well, I can't listen to his music either because that's how I felt. But then it's like you, we grew up on this music. Like it's part of our 
childhood. Like, and I, I can't, it's hard for me to, to not be able to separate it because I really like a lot of R. Kelly's music. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to not be able to listen to it. So yeah, I, I guess it. I do agree, but I do feel guilty too. Like it's not an easy decision, but because I, I've been one of the, anybody to tell you, one of the most vocal, you know, against R. Kelly. So I feel like a hypocrite, but like you said, you can you can separate the music from the man. I don't fuck with the man, period. Some of them songs I can't listen to neither, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I can't listen to things like you ready. It's just, it's a pedophile anthem in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, I get what you're saying. The reason I never had to struggle to listen to R. Kelly, because I'm like, Joe, kind of what Bob is saying a little bit, but more so like, man, Joe. But that's a valid point that Bob makes. Before they did so much terrible shit, and we still fuck with they shit, that I'm not one of these people who gonna pick and choose who terrible that I'm gonna rock with. Because I'm gonna still rock with Woody Allen and all these other motherfuckers that did so much terrible shit, and we don't castrate, we don't ostracize them we still support they shit we let them go about their life and it's just certain people that we tend to pick and choose let me say something to them platform it's not it's not about even you you supporting them um you i mean at the end of the day we we like what we like and and i'm not even talking about like loving his music so much that i gotta listen to him But, but but like what 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 i will say is that because we already know and here goes another point that was made it was made a lot of people keep on saying this dumb this dumbass uh, argument. They say uh, if it was your daughter, if it was your daughter uh, or whatever, would would uh, would you still listen to him? You know what I'm saying? And, and let me tell you why why that's so damn dumb to even bring up because because it don't even it don't even matter. It don't. I could run into R. Kelly at at the grocery store and and get into an argument with him. And, and, and anything personal that you have with anybody in life, you 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 probably not gonna want to mess with them or or, or you know what I'm saying no more. It don't matter because it's personal. Right, so, yeah. so, so so that has that has nothing to do it with the no that's, a, that's a meritless argument. Yeah, that it's so stupid. It's so everybody want to keep using that as a, or, or you, but you have daughters. Shut up. Because so I, I don't want to go on the whole music. I want to I want to uh, talk about another angle. I want to go on the whole music side. At the end of the day, I think we all kind of feel the same. If you want to listen to his music, listen to it. If you don't, you don't. I think the problem is there's too many people telling others that they shouldn't listen to it because of how they feel about it. But like Bob said, you're not consistent with that because there's certainly other things that you probably watch, listen to, or partake in in which those motherfuckers have been accused of terrible shit. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers say don't listen to R. Kelly, but they still love Derrick Rose, and he was accused of some terrible shit, and you support the fuck. Now, he really didn't do that shit, though. I'm that just was saying, like, it's, I, I, he was accused of that shit. I don't, listen, the story was ridiculous, too, but a lot of motherfuckers have been accused of terrible shit and never convicted, and we still hold it against them. So, right. Yeah, terrible, but... Especially in the cases of anything against... Ain't no buts. Ain't no buts. You accused of some terrible shit, that shit is held against you because when you when it comes out that you didn't do it, that shit is typically very quiet somewhere in the editorial note. But again, I want to kind of move on to something different that I want to ask Tiff in regards to this R. Kelly shit. I can you help from a legal aspect explain to me what's the racketeering? So basically, like racketeering is normally have been used for like um the mob and like um you know gang um leadership people right. like 
Like basically you created a, a an environment or conspiracy, an enterprise in order to carry out your criminal acts. And so they creatively use that law because they it's never been used in this way before, right? It's always been against the mob or like gang bangers or, you know, maybe if it was like a, a you know, uh, you, you, maybe you, somebody you, who did like a, 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 a huh? You do feel like drugs, motherfuckers running. Well, but sometimes maybe even white collar crimes, different crimes different. if it was, you know what I'm saying, facilitated using like several resources. So they basically said that that's what R. Kelly had going on that he was you. He had a group of people that was helping him facilitate this long term. Um, so my question is, if that's what he in jail for, how he the only one going to jail? Because he's at the top. But typically in racketeering cases, ain't it a bunch of motherfuckers that get locked up, especially to make that case? They, lock well, they, have, two they have two other people that they're going that was involved. It's, it's about three of them all together. But 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 you're right though. Sometimes they make deals to get the one at the top anyway. Get the one at the top. Yeah. That's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. I understand focusing on the one at the top, but when you go get a drug kingpin, the kingpin typically don't go to jail by his motherfucking self. Sometimes motherfuckers, motherfuckers go to jail too. They may just get short in time. You don't know about them. Hey, Lance. Hey, do your research, Sometimes. bro. You don't even know about the two other people I'm talking about. Trust me. And uh, uh, R. Kelly got some more cases too. He's not done. So they right. say. So so was the racketeering them saying that he was like running a sex ring? But, yeah. I mean, trafficking one of the charges. He was trafficking. Now, yeah, so he, and then, he was trafficking chicks to who himself? Right. I, I was going to ask Tip that question because I don't understand the sex trafficking yeah, aspect of it. <laughs> right. That's because yeah, they right. use they use that charge mainly because I think it was one girl. That he was like transporting back and forth from like Florida, something like that. Hmm? Was he selling her to other men? So this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know the federal okay. description of what sex trafficking is, but you got to understand sometimes it's nuances when you read the law. It don't always mean that you was actually selling them for profit. It could just mean right. that you was you was getting some benefit out of, of you know, transporting this person state to state. For sexual activity, and I think I want to say that they, they've used that law against people, other pedophiles who've done it when they meet women online, look kids, and they'll you know either bring them to where they are or they'll go to where they are. I feel like they've used that same. I know taking a minor across state lines, right? But they weren't minor. I was just wondering because I feel like I don't really give a fuck about R. Kelly, but I feel like if they are able to do this to R. Kelly, they could probably take that law, flip it, and use it other ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, because if you start... Type of law. Like, they use it... When they use a law in a different type of way and set a yeah. precedent, that shit usually not in our favor. So, fuck R. Kelly. The right. fucking... Uh, what's going to happen after this with the way they use this law and how they going to get... Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but, but but the thing is, it could be it could be good too, though. Like you can't always look at it negative because it's been happening. This is actually not new. Like that's one thing I've learned in law school. Like you be thinking like certain things or laws or legal terms. It's only for one thing, but it can, you know if you actually read it and decipher, it's all of interpretation and how they can apply it. And if they can prove those elements, it is what it is. So. It could, I know what you're saying, but it could also be used in a good way, you know. And this way, I felt like it was good because otherwise, it would have been very difficult for them 
to really like get kills to the level that they wanted to get them because they really want they were trying to throw the book at kills you know what I'm saying a lot of the shit they well let me say this I did not follow the case closely so I don't want to say too much and we're gonna move on to another topic Bob if you want to stay you can stay I know you kind of just wanted to come talk about the kill shit but real quick about this kill shit I felt like the things that he was getting accused of with the of age women that seemed like nonsense to me the shit for the girls I told you I think that nigga should have been called. Oh no, the stuff with the of age women, the, the stuff with the uh, of age women was had to do with him knowingly spreading herpes. Oh yeah. Oh well they fuck him for that too then. Yeah. Right. See, I already thought I told you I thought about the nigga should have got a bullet in his head for the uh for the first girl on the tape. No, they had his doctors on there. He knew he had herpes uh going raw still, bro. Um yeah, and not, and not only that, it was part of the Rico thing too, because they were saying that, that he would have he would have the women. Like trapped in, like you know, he'll put them in a bedroom and they'll be locked in there for days, and he they couldn't eat out. And they played like some tapes, some videos and shit that hasn't been, you know, say disseminated to the public yet. So some of that, some of the adults had to do with that too. Cause none of none of really these were necessarily specific, like legal things in regards to pedophilia. Right. If that well, makes sense, what I'm saying. Well, one last thing, did y'all hear? I, I didn't think none of this. I knew none of these were about the younger girls. You know, right. what I'm saying? I mean, it was as far as the criminal enterprise thing. Like that's a crime to be. You know what I'm saying? But, but the the the, the older women was lumped into it too. But go ahead, uh, Bob. I said one last thing. I wanted to, I wanted to say. Did y'all did y'all hear what uh, Chuck D said today about about the case? He he had he had said that uh that 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 he had recommended. For them, for him to only get like eighteen months, wow! Because because of, because if you kept it consistent with like Rick James, and with some other some other uh people who had got convicted or whatever, they their their terms were, you know it was all about the conviction. Their terms were was rather light. You should look it up when you get a chance. Yeah, uh, but let's see. That's what I'm saying. People, fuck, fuck, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> people just be conflating shit. They weren't even charged or convicted of the same thing, number one. Whatever happened with Rick James, was it federal or was that a state crime? Was every state got their own laws? You know what I'm saying? People got to think about that. Right, right, right. Actually, yeah, just, just real quick. This, this sounds kind of ridiculous, ridiculous coming from Chuck D. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, you got to look it up because, because <laughs> he, was, he, was, uh, he was brought under a lot of fire, a lot of fire for that because uh, he suggested for uh, him to have a short, a short sentence, you, you know, up to, up to three years or something like that he was talking about. Well, let, me just, let me just close it out on the article of this and just ask y'all this. Do y'all feel, well, let me let me preface the conversation with this. If you believe that he is, that R. Kelly is also a victim of uh, sexual abuse, do you have any sympathy for R. Kelly at all? Nope. On any level? If you believe that he was also... On any level? It's a very that, small level. Like, I feel bad. If a lot guy. of his behavior was predicated on the fact that he was sexually abused and a lot of these behaviors came from that we tend to we tend to try to understand a person's background when they do certain things you see this a lot and how they came up and raised so a motherfucker did some awful shit I, this ain't about whether he's be penalized i told you i thought the man should have got shot for what he did to that little girl a long time ago before he got to all this shit but i'm asking a motherfucker who was sexually abused their whole life like he said he was and you heard his brother talk it's not like that shit might have been rampant in their family like, is there any sympathy at all for a motherfucker who acted out this way maybe because of nah. the abuse that he experienced? Nah, I've never heard of anybody. I don't know, 
I don't know if sympathy is the right word to use, um, but but it's something it's something there with what you're saying, Lance, because I, I don't think we could just overlook it. You know, it, it's a uh, it's I mean, you know, hurt people hurt people. And um, and, and and a lot of that wasn't his fault. Some of the stuff that happened with his uncle, you know, he, had, he used to have to uh, masturbate in front of his uncle. And then his auntie, uh, you know, what I'm saying, was, raping was his, him. Sister. his sister. But, but, yeah, it, but but it's like uh, you do get to a certain point, though, you know, where where of age, where where you got to be held responsible, regardless of the traumas that happened to you as a child. So it's about fifty fifty. It's something there, but I don't know how much you want to, you know, how much weight you want to you want to put on it, though. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think yeah. I think that it, it's it's uh, it should be brought to attention. Like I don't think you know males being molested should be minimized and like this is just an issue in general in society on men and women that need to be addressed right. but specifically for R. Kelly there's no sympathy like I don't see nobody giving no sympathy to you know the, the Ted Bundy's and the John Wayne Gacy's all these motherfuckers had terrible childhoods and that's why the fuck they like they was and don't nobody get no fuck sorry <laughs> I was just asking I was just trying to explore you know, I'm trying to just trying to explore some other angles that that I didn't really hear commonly spoken about. You know, what I'm saying again, I I ain't, I ain't never I don't fuck with R. Kelly. I know about R. Kelly when the tape first came out. I remember getting into an argument with one of our good friends, P. I ain't. I mean, uh, uh, Tiff. I ain't gonna say his name on air. Oh, he's a huge. Yeah, okay, I already know who you're talking about. Yeah. He he called a man Rob like they friends right. and shit. He got into that's because his ass damn near pedophile he, and this motherfucker. So, oh, oops, sorry. I hey I, I might I might come back on before y'all get off or whatever. But I'm about to do what? Oh, alright, Bob. We talking about I two. Just, I just want to address talk to the people, Pit. <laughs> little man, the man, the myth, the legend. How we let that get away? Because I ignore all this nigga. All that all shit. Alright, Bob. Thank you for joining us. Have a good night. Uh, yeah, we're not talking about the same person. I'm talking about someone who you're still friends with, and I'm still friends with. Not dude. Oh, he loved Rob equally, and we got into it. Heavy. Oh, I know him too. Yeah, yeah, but not, but nah, he's not. He is standing up too, but we got right. into it around 06. He loved, he loved Trump and shit. Not really. He just like trolling motherfuckers. That's all. Okay. Not really. But uh, we got into an 06 heavy about Rob, and and his and his shit was that shit been happening in the hood forever, and we persecuting Rob for shit that motherfuckers allow. To happen in black neighborhoods forever and ever, men and women, which to some extent is true. You know, it's a long history of older men. So, so that means we're supposed to excuse Rob? Like, and what do you mean? That's what I was saying to him. I'm like, <laughs> just because that shit happens in the hood, don't make it okay. I'm like, I know it's accepted by a lot of motherfuckers who grew up. And as we get older, you realize motherfuckers grew up in fucked up, very toxic situations, learning to do things that were just. That typically they wouldn't do, but we grew up in trauma. Motherfucker got PTSD, and then things become normalized. Right. Situation. But at the same time, what I always told him, my feeling about R. Kelly was, I can't compare R. Kelly to a regular dude. Right. He's not a regular dude. R. Kelly is... Was using his fame to right. get, you know what I'm saying? And he I was, was like, literally praying, actively going to high yeah. schools, praying on little girls. Regular dudes do that too, and we know that. We know for years it'd be grown men. And it's not okay. I'm just saying, there's been a long history of the oldest chick, the baddest chicks in your high school date grown men. 
Gia Junior. That's Gia not the Junior. same as actively every day going to high school so that you could solicit as many young teenage girls as you I'm could possibly. Saying, That's not the same thing. I'm not saying it's the same. Understand what I'm saying. I'm saying the behavior itself is not new. And for a lot, right. of, a lot of years, it wasn't particularly frowned upon in the community. You weren't, you wasn't here in the community having an issue with this. But what I was saying about R. Kelly and the reason I don't care. Yeah, they barely got an issue with R. Kelly. So it's a mute. <laughs> like I said, my biggest issue with R. Kelly is like the tape where he peed on girl. She might have fucked the nigga from her neighborhood, but she wouldn't have made a porn with that nigga and let him piss on her. She let R. Right. Kelly, the superstar, do that shit. Right. This motherfucker, rich and famous and, and, and so well known that he can have his at least a chance, an opportunity at damn near any woman in the world at the height of his fame. Like, even if a chick ain't attracted to him, she R. Kelly, she gonna listen to his story. Period. You Period. know what I'm saying? And this Period. motherfucker is aiming, aiming for young ass chicks specifically so he can take advantage of them. Not just because he like young chicks. He looking specifically to take advantage of them and treat them. And the reason a lot of this conversation I saw on the internet and motherfucker was shooting it down wasn't necessarily... I think when people be like, are the parents going to be held responsible as well? Some people take that as you trying to say R. Kelly shouldn't be held responsible as as responsible. And I'm different. I say both can mutually exist. Throw that motherfucker under the jail. I, I love all this dude music, but you can put a bullet in dude and I wouldn't give a fuck for what he do to young girl. Because I know this motherfucker is, is, is a horrible motherfucking... He's a horrible motherfucker. He's a vile motherfucker. But at the same mm -hmm. time, I also feel them parents... You a fool if you think them parents weren't shopping them girls out because R. Kelly case had already hit national news and he was still getting new chicks. And these parents yep. were still handing them over, acting like he was going to get them record deals, even though knowing his history, even knowing his court case. They was letting their daughters go alone, be alone with this man. And if you think they weren't getting no financial kickbacks from this shit, you out your fucking mind. So while we throwing R. Kelly under the jail, absolutely throw him under the jail. Now that conversation over and done with. Now to the parents, especially if we getting them on racketeering, she y'all sound like y'all was involved. Yeah, a low level drug deal. As far as I'm concerned, you running the deck for your neighborhood, and your daughters was the motherfucking product, and you pimped them out to R. Kelly, and you was good with it, knowing all this shit, and you didn't start going nuts about it until it became national attention. Well, I will say this: I think the reason that a lot of people take issue with when people throw that out there because I because it's always almost used in defense of R. Kelly for the most part, um, but. Also, a great majority of those women, that was not the case. There, there obviously were, you know, like, especially if you saw the documentary parents that was being real sketchy. But for the most part, when he was out there trolling at the high schools and shit, I don't know if many parents probably even knew what was going on. I'm talking about the one specifically who were letting him go, letting their daughters go with him for opportunities to be singers and shit like that. Like the girls who just sneaking off and going with Kells. Yeah. And again, I don't, I'm going to get off this Kale topic because I got some unpopular opinions about Kells that I don't even really want to get into. We're going to move on to something else. But again, I don't fuck with dude. Throw that motherfucker under the jail. One of them dudes, one of them kids' father should have been. I'd have sacrificed my life to keep rid of that dude a long time ago. He did some of that shit to my motherfucking underage daughter. So Period. Dude. Period. I don't defend dude. Even with some of the shit that go on that I disagree with, I don't defend dude because he's so vile and wretched. I'd just be like, fuck him. Whatever happened to him, happened to him. Fuck him. Fuck Period. him. Right Period. or wrong. For him? For him? Specifically? Even if whatever happened to him dead wrong, fuck him. 
Period. I'd be like that with everybody, but he he on the other side. He's the exception to the rule. And I mean, just I wanted to say something that we can get off to. I didn't get a chance to say it when you were mentioning our mutual friend who was like, well, you know, people in the hood been doing it. And we use the kill as the poster child almost if to say, like you said, so what he's supposed to get away with it. So, OK, is that what, what that should happen? Like with. Uh, what was the guy, uh, the guy who killed George Floyd? The police been getting away doing this shit. People was letting that shit. So we supposed to just let them get away, like yeah, give him a lighter sentence because you know what I'm saying. We got into it so heavy that day. We have never broke the subject since. Like we just me and him in the backyard drinking and talking. And, like we got into an argument, argument. Like yeah, we might not want to talk about this no more. Yeah, you know me and him. That's my man's man. Wow, no, for sure. Yeah, we ain't never talked about it again after that day. Cause for what? It's gonna turn into something. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, on to some other shit. Uh, that I kind of want to talk about, especially since we are already on somewhat of a heavy subject. Uh, let me ask you a question. This is just in light of all the things going on, uh, a light of all these music artists trying to take back their masters. Uh, everyone talking about ownership, the black community in general, seeming heavy, heavy on ownership. We've never had this conversation. Where are you on? Uh, do you feel like we would have been better off if we would have stayed segregated instead of going pushing towards integration? In 2021, do you think we'd have been in a better place now if we would have stayed segregated or worse place or about the same? Um, I feel like that's a nuanced conversation. Like the sentiment of it, I get, I guess I would agree with in the sense that like if we actually was segregated and they left us the fuck alone, and let us be segregated, mind my business, absolutely. And I think that's rights exactly rights. what the goal. But we stay segregated. So you get all that mm -hmm. civil rights, all that still happened, but we just stay segregated. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I think that was exactly the goal that, that black people was exactly what they was trying to do. However, I had read something within the last year, and I think I shared it in a group um, that like really fucked with my head and it made sense. And I understood is that black people most likely was pushing integration to get these massacres and shit to stop because they figured if we assimilate and integrate, then if we so segregated in our own communities, then we are target. There's a target on our back and they can come in and do the shit that they, they did countless times, massacring, tearing down our neighborhoods, burnt, huh? Integration didn't stop that. Uh, apparently that's what exactly happened. I mean, as far as that, that was the goal of integration. Like that shit did die down. Like, yes, that they just found a way to still fuck us up. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? But they, they weren't doing all that massacre shit because we was living in the same areas as them. Integration. I mean, it's a, like I said, it's a very nuanced conversation. Let me acknowledge that. First of all, uh, I just don't like when people like try to try to like talk down on our ancestors. Like that was a reason why they was pushing that. They weren't wrong for pushing it was, you know, but their goal was to be exactly that. Their goal was to be segregated, get their civil rights. I'm going to go over here and leave. I'm trying to get away from y'all so y'all don't be, because y'all obviously don't want us around you. Oh, but so cool, we're going to stay over here, but. I think it's two conversations, so I don't. I don't that's I don't, what I say. It's very nuanced. But economically, I think that would have been a much better option for us. Uh, you know how I'm always preaching black economic empowerment. Yeah, but what's the point of the conversation if because I like, feel like you acting like you acting like they integrated 
because they wasn't working out. It was they did it because it was fuck. They was getting fucked with. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they could they couldn't. It was like okay, we over here trying to be segregated to do exactly what you're saying, but the one I'm not acting like anything. I haven't I haven't I haven't disputed what you said. That's obviously an aspect of it. I'm saying that I am of the opinion that one integration 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 didn't fix that at all. That that's not what stopped that. You know what I'm saying? Progression and civil rights laws and all that is what pushed that. But the fact that we were just simply integrating did not stop that. Uh, I feel like we had more advantages when we were in our own communities instead of uh, we had people coming to our businesses. We had white people coming to our businesses for things that we do that we did very, very well. I think that with all these movie studios and record labels that people have now, if they would have started off and stayed if, in the hands of black people, especially hip hop in general, would have stayed in our hands because we were we were segregated while still having segregation with cooperation is what I like to call it. Like we segregated, but we cooperate with everybody. It wasn't just segregate. We don't fuck with y'all, but segregation. We got our own businesses, our own school, our own grocery stores, banks and all that. And then we do business with everybody else. And if we'd have did that and we'd have owned a lot of these entities that now we make millions of billions of dollars, but it make more money for the owners than the actual participants. I think that would have had, a, I think integration would have affected that hugely. People would have learned how to go through, handle some of these businesses and not got raped early on. If we would have been the owners from the jump, we'd have had a, we'd have had a situation where as an environment, as a culture, we take better care of one another and less crabs in a barrel shit because motherfuckers would have grew up in environments where black motherfuckers were supportive and taking one another. We wouldn't be preaching support black businesses now because we'd have grew up knowing nothing but black businesses. We'd have had black thriving neighborhoods. I think I personally am as a belief, understanding the nuances of what you said and that there were other reasons to integrate. But I think that if we'd have just kept fighting that battle and pushed economic empowerment in this capitalist society, that ultimately having that economic power base voting as a block togetherness, our unity, we would be in a much better place as a as black people than we are now. Because we'd have came up under unity, working together, doing business together, as opposed to so much competition. I just think. That is, for all the reasons that they did it, I would never shit on the ancestors. I would never down talk our ancestors for the moves that they made in a situation that I couldn't even imagine being in. So no, nah, I would never shit on them. I wasn't in that shit, and that shit was horrific. You know what I'm saying? But I just was a conversation. It was like, man, Joe, what if we'd have went the other way? What if we still own hip hop? All these records. Yeah. Oh, what if? What if? Fucking what's his name? Uh, buddy who do the? Uh, I'm trying to figure out when we owned hip hop. I'm saying we started hip hop. What well, if, we never owned it because we never owned no record labels. We never owned no music labels. Of course we can't. I was just use. I was, I'm sorry. I was just confused. I understand what you're saying now. I was confused. Yeah. You said we, if we still owned it, and I'm like, well, when the fuck do we own it? We owned it you're when saying it. when if we would have owned it from the beginning. Right? From the beginning, when, when I don't think anybody would ever disagree with you on that. The problem is, it's just it just wasn't wasn't gonna happen black they weren't they weren't allowing it to happen they weren't gonna allow us to be they weren't gonna allow us whatever fucking thing we were trying to do segregation integration not shit you niggas ain't doing shit period yeah. um even, even eric tillman said they wouldn't let us stay segregated look at tulsa plantation florida etc etc greg says nah if we stayed segregated we wouldn't have the same civil rights without it we would have 
we wouldn't have the same rights. It would be easier to destroy our communities. That was kind of what the article said that I read. Kia said we should have kept our money in our community. Segregation was okay. Now, and I do agree with that. I think we thrive better. I just, I, even in my lifetime, I just remember on the West side where I grew up, like all the like neighborhood stores and the gas stations, all that shit was owned by black people. And then all of a sudden I, it was just a shift. And I, I, I don't particularly know what happened. I know in general, like looking back, but at the time it seemed like it was like something happened, like a switch turn. And all of a sudden all the stores was being owned by Arabs or Arabs. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm but you know, back then we called them Arabs. That's why I was saying. Right? I'll be careful not to go get you. I know, but that, but no, cause that's not, that's not the proper <laughs> term, but I, I only said that because I know that's what we used to say. Back right, then. right, right, right. But anyway, I want to get, mm -hmm. I want to get to some more, uh, some, some funner shit. God damn it. Some more lighthearted shit, uh, before we get to it tonight. Um, I was watching the girls' podcast. You know, I watch the girls' podcast, the uh, Vixen Memoirs podcast every week. God damn it, because my motherfucking girls and that should be entertaining. Cause they mm -hmm. and uh, they start talking about work. Hard. I be missing it, y'all. I got class on Tuesdays. Hey, hey, right to YouTube, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I could definitely go back. But anyway, yeah. But, uh, so they start talking about work husbands. And I was like, that's a very interesting conversation, work husband. It got me to wonder, what's the work husband rules? But before we get to that, have I we feel like we talked about this before. <laughs> work, work husbands? Yeah, we had a brief discussion about this before. Probably very think, probably Maybe it was like yay or nay or something. Maybe we didn't go deep into it, but I, I think I remember. Go ahead, though. We cool. But just so I refresh my memory, have you ever had a work husband? No. Never? What? I don't think so. I, I mean, like you said, what's the rules? Let me think about that then. I mean, I, I have worked with a lot of men and we was all real, real cool and uh, looked at each other, but that's what I'm saying. Like what, what maybe let me let me hear some rules, like some description. You you <laughs> that's why I say let me hear, because then I'm like, well, maybe. I mean, well, first of all, let's define what a work husband is. That's what I mean. Work like is is a is someone is the is the man at your gig who you have that flirtatious friendly relationship with? You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Ain't it a little bit more to it than yeah, that? Like because it's consistently flirtatious. Like it's a motherfucker that you might have lunch with. God damn it, he may even get to the point where he doing favors for you because he a friend. It's a, a you're not supposed to cross cross that line if it's a work husband. But obviously, it's more than friendly with everybody else. Like he your he like your best friend at work. He is a man, and it's sexual. It's some sexual tension there usually. Whether it's but then it usually like like y'all do stuff like you might bring him lunch sometimes. Yeah. Like I gotta look out for my for my husband. Yeah, yep. Relationship shit. Yeah. You might bring him lunch. I don't think I've had that. You might bring him some back. He might pay for your food every now and then. Especially single chick, they be cooking lunch and they make they work husband lunch too. You know what I'm saying? But I know married women to have work husbands. Yeah, I've been a work husband multiple times, and I've had one way with sexual and non-sexual. I've actually done both. Well, there's the chick who we always flirt, play them little games with, you know what I'm saying, in the office and all that bullshit. We never touched each other. So that's not sexual. No, we never did nothing, but it okay. was used to play around and talk like make little sex jokes and talk that husband shit and go out to eat stuff, but I never laid a finger on her. And was she in a relationship? Yeah, she had a whole, she had a man. She wasn't married, but yeah, she was in a long-term relationship. I'm sure her, now I'm quite sure her husband wouldn't have been happy as some of the, 
conversation we was having having lunch together it was some, it was definitely sexual tension there i wouldn't have liked it if it was my woman because it was it was too much but we just never crossed that line i never laid a fucking finger on the girl but i've had other but we crossed that line you know what i'm saying well, that ain't really a, a a a work husband situation that's a motherfucker that was y'all was working towards <laughs> <laughs> You know, we just took the relationship deeper. Right, yeah. right. Y'all work towards something. Like work. <laughs> now, now that's interesting because you get the work life. Something, fella. <laughs> You're like, damn, baby, keep it on Yo, the floor. <laughs> See, listen. You smelly. Hey, you know how y'all be. Y'all be playing too much. Y'all get to say some shit. Do be like, hey, we. <laughs> but see, this is the thing, right? Like most of the time, when I hear about the work, cause it ain't always really, really no flirtation. Y'all just be real, real chummy. But y'all really, like, really look out for. Like I, I've seen it in action, and I know for a fact that they were attracted to each other. It was just like. You know what I'm saying? They weren't attracted to each other, but that, like, it made, like, I could see the work husband thing, you know, like, the person always looking out, you know, they always went to lunch together and stuff like that, but it wasn't, like, a flirtation, though. I guess that could be true, too, but so I guess there's both, right? Yeah. Like I said, I ain't gonna say it, there's always been some level of sexual flirtation whenever I've seen it, Now, obviously, people, uh, Mickey says she's had it and she's never flirted with the work hubbies. But whenever I've seen it, and I see it, <laughs> Greg said, "Who wants to be a work husband?" <laughs> when I when I did it with the chick, I wasn't fucking with it. We just it just like made the time go fast at work. We just just talk shit and laugh and all that shit. But y'all was flirty with each other. They, if she was single, y'all probably would have been fucking. Yeah, but she neither one of us ever broke that. So it never even came up. It was once it it never it never even it was never even nothing to like fight see, off. See, even <laughs> looking at the comments, there's a different. Definition from it for everybody, like I agree. That's what I said. Look at how they own. I just never oh, okay. no, I was just cute. That's why I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I have, I guess, depending on you say it could be both, it could be strictly platonic, or it could be sexual. Matter of fact, my girl, my fiance had a gay work husband. You see that? Oh, okay. that's cop too. Okay, so basically, it's just like a bestie at work that's of the opposite sex. I was about to say about them work wives, though. Huh? About them work wives. We talk about work husbands. We don't talk about work wives. But I'm just saying, if it's a work wife, it's for a man, and if it's a work husband, it's for women of the opposite sex. You typically, you hear about it from a chick who's in a relationship who has, uh, you know, what I'm saying that it work a work husband. You already took it here about from the man's side. You probably ain't never even heard the term work wife. You always just hear work husband. You never hear. But men you know that that she's the wife of the situation. But right. Yeah, you're right. I've never heard the actual Usually the work husband is the one that's not in a relationship. Usually the work husband is. I mean, I guess he can be, though. I get, I'm trying to think it's to be. I guess, hey, you know what? Yeah, because like the one situation I'm in, I guess it was, the, it was the opposite. He's the, and like I always, I be teasing Craig because it's a lady that he works with that he talk all the time. And I always tease him like, that's your work wife. But. They can both be married. They can both be married. You know what I'm saying? And and have that relationship. That's usually how I see it. Yeah. You cool with the work wife as long as there's no flirtation. Yeah. You know they if they just friends. Like, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, like Craig's situation, he worked from home. So it's like, yeah, but he wasn't he in person with the shit. Well, he he never really since he worked at this job. He they pretty much been working from home. Oh, okay. he started, and she like a much older woman too. Well, let's well, let's, so, just, let's just go ahead. Put this in. We'll, we'll both answer. But right, if it was if, if, if this was some old extra beautiful ass chick that's our age and shit, like hold on, who the fuck is that? Like no, <laughs> no, no, we just cool. We just cool. It's nothing. Yeah, I ain't cool. <laughs> You ain't going. Hell no. What? Not? <laughs> just friends. You know Craig trustworthy. You ain't got them kind of issues. Everybody yeah, she don't mean nothing. She was ugly. Feel better about it. I don't even know about that. <laughs> you stupid, but well, I was saying I don't know. know. I don't... She virtual. <laughs> right, and she older and shit. Like uh, uh-uh. she cool. Long distance. Right. <laughs> I mean, you ain't gonna be cool with, with your with your fiance having a work husband, some old fine, tall ass NBA looking ass motherfucker. Uh, no, fuck. That. <laughs> fuck up. I don't give no fuck that nigga. Handsome, ugly, none of that shit. <laughs> but gay is cool. Listen, gay is the only way it's cool. Like no motherfucker putting a smile on my girl face, but me or her son. Goddamn it. Okay. But I'm reasonable. If he gay, like whatever, like gay, gay. but I know niggas, and I'm always gonna vote for. I put all niggas on the same scale as me, which means ain't none of y'all shit. So the work husband want to fuck. Period. But now you can tell me whatever you want. I'm thinking he won't fuck. I don't care what you tell. So no, nah, I ain't with it. So just if you, if you got a work husband, keep it to yourself. I don't need to know everything. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. I don't care. Why I need to know you got a work husband? Okay. Keep well, yeah. Yeah, just like when niggas talking about how many women a, a man slept with. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me nothing that's going to turn me off if it don't ultimately affect me. If your work husband ain't going to affect me, keep it to your motherfucking self. So what if you always hearing about her going out for drinks with uh with John after work and shit? Uh, on Friday, every Friday and shit. And it's just them. But she ain't calling my work husband. She'd be like, hey, you know John from work. <laughs> Look, let me shut up before I get her in trouble and she ain't even did shit. <laughs> let me tell you something right now. God damn it. Ain't no woman ever dated me had any confusion on how I was about these type of scenarios. <sighs> ain't no gray area with me. I, listen, go out to dr have drinks with another dude. The fuck? Okay, what if it's a whole like crew? I know that's different. That's different. That's different. Nah, nah, you tripping. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you tripping. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh oh, I got a question for you, real quick. Completely off topic. Well, you know what? I'll get to that in a second. I want to ask you this. You how long you and Craig been together? Um It'll be we almost on four years. Okay, you got a you got two friends that's single. Yeah, never been married. Yeah. Okay. Have y'all ever thought about it? And before you met Craig, obviously, are you your types type? So the type of man that you like, and it's obviously applied to men too. Do they like you? 
Like people who've been single for a long time, I wonder that. Like the people that you go after, are, are you they type? You know, if I'm honest, I don't think I was. <laughs> In general, no. Have you ever thought about that? And a lot of people and a lot of women, I, I would say, um, that's our one of our biggest issues is we're chasing a type. Huh? I, I, see, I think I think both men and women have. I think men have a better grasp on it than women. I think a lot of women have strong attractions to men they have no chance with. I think men do and won't and will block their blessings from meeting the right guy because they they so stuck on this tight and trying to pigeonhole him into some shit that he not like you trying to switch uh put a square peg in a round hole like no <laughs> now men will do that too but we we do y'all y'all not as bad as women right. we will we will we will have no problem taking a chick that ain't necessarily our dream girl or whatever like Men seek their water level more often than not because we get rejected way more than women. So if a man is constantly seeking women that he can't necessarily obtain, he ain't really did shit, but just raise his level of, of rejection. So we, at some point, we're going to bring it down to some shit that we know we can get. Because you get tired of getting told no. But a woman, most women don't typically approach, right? I've asked right. many times how many women actually approach a man. So if a woman is waiting to be approached, and she ain't her type's type. So she's steadily shooting down the nigga she don't fuck with, but the nigga she like ain't never hollering at her. You see what I'm saying? Like, and now you fuck around 35, 36 talking about niggas ain't shit. <laughs> or, or what happens is her type will fuck with her, but not on that level. That, that too. That That's too. what I see more than anything. You see that with men a lot, niggas with money. They can get they type because they got money, but they can't keep them. Right. That's not really because they type don't really like them, but they'll fuck with you because you got bread. Athletes, rappers, especially the ones who are widely known to be unattractive. Mm -hmm. They got dimes, bad model chicks. And you like this motherfucking wheel <laughs> looking ass son, bitch. Not garbage. Barely speak English and shit. But he's rich or talented. And he got this bad motherfucker. You know, if he was just a regular old nigga on the street, he wouldn't have a chance. Look at all these motherfuckers that end up. Listen, I was having this conversation with my guy the other day. A lot of men cannot handle bad chicks. You know that, right? I could see that because it's a lot of attention that she's going to get. It ain't even just that. It's a lot that come with dealing with a bad chick. It's a lot competition it's a lot typically they're used to a way they're being treated like you say also the attention is a huge factor you got to be a certain type of mentality to be able to handle a bad chick and that's how you end up a lot of dudes end up getting run over because they did they they got the chick but they never couldn't handle they couldn't handle her mentality they don't know how to talk to her they don't know how to deal with her she don't live she don't live life like regular chicks when these Instagram chicks who at least you're dealing with NBA niggas, if you a regular nigga, but you make good money and you get your hands on her, it ain't gonna be like dating the chicks you was dating before. Right. You live a different lifestyle, buddy. You know what I'm saying? But, but not only that, she has she her options are so vast that you have to really be on point. Her expectations. Mm-hmm. You are you go from the position, especially if you're a dude with money, of feeling like women are replaceable. Now you replace them. 
So, but let me, let me, let me ask you, because what do you, when you say a lot of dudes can't handle a bad chick, are we just talking about looks? Cause I know a lot of women, cause you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes to me, a bad chick is she got looks and she know her worth. Or are you just talking about a chick that look, a, a, because it's a difference. Cause I've seen women that are beautiful. Who let niggas treat them like trash? Like they just, they really don't know they worth like that. They self esteem is low, and no matter how beautiful they are, like they just can't get right. So to me, when when like what you describing, like a lot of dudes can't handle. She bad and she know it, and she she know her worth, and she'll walk away from your ass. Opposed to a chick that she, you know, nope. she, you would you would say she bad. Until you get to know her, and then maybe she annoying as fuck, or she really got low self esteem. So let's say there's levels because a bad chick can just be physically, but if she also got her shit together, she's at another level. Cause she's not just bad physically. When you say got that shit together, I'm saying I know some bad women who got their shit together and they got low self esteem. Okay, well, I mean, well. So that's why I say to me when I think of a bad chick, it's, 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 it's in the way that you described it, like. Dudes can't handle it. They, it's a girl who she fine and she know her worth. Yeah, no, nah, you wrong because the low self esteem will be killing these niggas too. <laughs> they be killing these niggas too. But that ain't necessarily because, from my my you know uh, observation, it's not necessarily because of that reason. It's because they ask and end up being stupid for some other dude. They end up missing out on this dude to go fuck with fuckboy senior. When you have low <laughs> self-esteem, you seek for validation in numerous ways. And some of those might be always trying to get the next best thing. So if you're dealing with a chick who has low self-esteem, yeah, she would definitely upgrade over you because you ain't doing nothing but bought her anyway. And again, I say these things. We be talking about dudes with money. This happens on every level. On every level, women get broke. Women get broke by, by, broke, by uh, broke niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But she just go to the to the nigga who just a little bit less broke than that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So all these things happen on every level. There's bad chicks on every there's bad chicks in the hood. I'm just saying I've seen it. Some some men get women they can't handle. Right. Now, whether it's a good handle or a bad handle, like you just can't handle because she's toxic or she this or she that, or her expectations too high, or he she's at a level of success that he'll never be able to attain. Whatever you want to call it, men all the time deal with women that they cannot handle. And then they hold it against those women that they could not handle them for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm and they get upset and they get mad and they get bitter. Me and my guy was talking about it like we see this a lot. Like a motherfucker like the NBA player, PJ Washington. Matter of fact, here's a prime example. Will Smith. Now, I don't think Jada's, Jada's bad on no level. Will cannot handle Jada. It's but I think, never I, think, I, think, I think you're looking at Jada now. I think in her prime, Jada was absolutely beautiful. You I just... Know. I think we've gotten to know Jada over time, and we we looked at her, but Jada Pinkett was gorgeous. Jada is pretty in the face, but she also came up during a time with a bunch of other gorgeous sisters who were around Nia Long, uh, Sanaya Lathan. They all around us. I'm not saying she's not pretty. I'm saying, but for what I like, she got a boy-built body, but that ain't even the point. The point is, Will couldn't handle her. She controlled their situation he bowed down and acquiesced to him. You can hear how he's telling his life story now. He came from a more structured family who liked this type of marriage. She came from a family that didn't. What situation are they in now? A structured relationship 
or open marriage. They wouldn't right. cheat or won't. Right. Will the type of nigga who got a, he fell in love, regardless of what I think of Jada, he fell in love with a woman he could not handle. And even though he's an elite level guy, he's still getting control. Because it don't matter how much money and all that shit you got. If you can't handle your chick, you can't handle her. She can be broke and be running your ass. Right. It ain't about the money. It ain't, it ain't a power structure when you in, when you that in love. So with this her. don't have nothing to do with necessarily being bad then. I mean, she's still a good looking chick. Like you said, she's still considered very pretty. Even now, she considered to be a highly attractive woman. But like you say, Will Smith was is in a, was in a position where he could have got any woman he wanted. He in love with her. He in love with her. It ain't just she. Right, so that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it necessarily got to do with bad then. She is considered a bad chick. You even said it. She was pretty back then. That's my that's, personal taste. Most that's not that's not what I meant. I think their situation is bigger than her looks, is what I'm saying. Because if it was about that, he could have got any woman he wanted. Like he literally, even now to this day, he can get anybody he wants, but especially at that time. So I think that it has it's a little bit more to it. It must, it's a it's a personality type. It's a it's a yes. it's a certain swagger that that don't have nothing to do with looks. I've seen women who don't that's pretty that, but they got that swag and they could make a a a, a man weak at the knees. That's it's all of it though. That's why mm -hmm. I said fact is I said there's levels to this. It could be a chick who just fine and got sexual appeal and know how to make a man feel like a man. It could be a chick who got all that, but she also got herself together mentally or her bread or whatever. It's levels to everything. But I'm talking about when you a bad chick, when you the type of chick that command attention, you can basically get most type of men that you want. And for whatever reason that is, you a bad chick. You a bad chick. I, I respect it. No, I don't give a fuck motherfucker thinks she, uh, if she can get basically most of the men she want, and she can not only get them, but get them in the predicament she want the men. There's a difference. Is it there between getting a nigga and getting a nigga how you want him? Because the chick is where she had a nigga, but she holding on to that nigga with a thread. You know what I'm saying? Like she ain't really got him. She just fucking with him. And nigga, don't right. with women, he ain't really got her though because she over here talking to my ass. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't really got her, my nigga. She over there with that nigga right now. You, you see what I'm saying? So when you like when niggas like a motherfucker like Rihanna, 99 percent of the men in the world bow down, kiss her toes, and do whatever the fuck they say. She just to have a chance with it until they get to know and find out she nuts or not because that shit wear off. But sometimes it don't. Motherfucker be enamored. You see it with women. Don't leave them off. You don't understand why she enamored. Mm -hmm. Men are known to be controlling. So we don't really look at it with men like that. You know what I'm saying? But with women, they do that shit to niggas too. But the niggas just end up looking lost. We laugh at them. You know what I'm saying? They get played. They get treated. Taking out their bread. They get embarrassed. And we just kind of, it's a nigga. We don't really get no fuck. But I be peeping that shit all the time. You can handle it, Joe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was reading after you mentioned something about it. And I was reading the GQ article. And I think it's a little bit deeper than that because he was saying how she made a lot of compromises in their, in their marriage for his sake. And after a while, she kind of just got tired of it and it started making them unhappy. So I think I'm not, I'm not taking away that piece of that. She wanted, cause it seemed like maybe you only read a little bit. There was, Huh? Monogamy. I read that part. They tried monogamy, and that. But it wasn't. It wasn't really just that. It wasn't that they tried monogamy. They just were monogamous, and then that monogamy, she made a lot of sacrifices for him, so that he could be Will Smith. And she was. She got to a point where she was kind of losing out on being hurt, 
And then they started getting unhappy and their relationship was about to break up. So then they started doing the over relationship thing. But we never know that. And I don't, I don't, that would, we never know it, but I would have. That's what I said. It's a little bit deeper than, than what you said. I think in his eyes, he felt like, now I got to make some sacrifices because she made a lot of sacrifices. So she really, you know what I'm saying, really the whole monogamy thing ain't her thing, but she did do it. And she made a lot of compromises to make me happy for what I wanted. So now I got to give her what she wants. And, and that's letting up fuck other niggas. <laughs> but he fucking other women too. I'm, sacrifice. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying he doing his thing too. It ain't like, it ain't like he just sitting back and she fucking and he at the crib. He he been doing him too. It don't go that way, you know that. I'm not that. in agreement with it. And he said it himself that he wouldn't he wouldn't suggest any that for any other anybody else. But that was they shit. That's yeah. hey. Right, I, mean, I mean, we have somebody in our group that's part of our podcast enterprise that has that same thought process, and 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 it's okay with his significant other fucking somebody else because he gonna be doing it too. I already said, I listen to each day own. I could never do it. I don't understand. I don't understand that type of love. It ain't for me. Motherfuckers can go and enjoy it. But if you call yourself my woman, you walking around representing me, my name is on you. I'm investing in you. Time, energy, effort, emotions, finances, all that shit that comes to loving a woman. No. Right, but that's them. So that's what I'm saying. I don't agree with it. I couldn't do it, but obviously for them it works. And I think it's a little bit deeper than I'll tell you this. I would have one question for Will. If I would just like to know what is so strong, what what is it that they get from one another that they won't even entertain divorce? Because it seems like they they the way they talk, you know, what they all they've been through, the path they on now, now they in an open marriage, whatever, whatever their situation is. But you always hear them say divorce ain't an option, right? Divorce right. Ain't an option. I would love to know what is it specifically that you two get from one another that there is no, there's not even the idea of entertaining separation. Well, and, I mean, obviously, I would like Will to hear Smith, it. Been together a long time. Yeah, Will Smith, I have to answer that, but just based on the article that I read, and obviously there'll be more detail when his book come out, but it kind of seemed like they've afforded each other to really dig deep and, and gain some freedom that you would never get in another type of relationship. And there's something spiritual that's connecting them. The fact that this person was able to bring this, was to help me broaden who I am deep down in my core, it kind of sounds like it's something like that. But obviously, I don't know. This is just me guessing based on what I was reading. Right. Like, shit. If we could pull off having Will Smith on this motherfucker, dude, part of my ugly going to be it. They might that right now, goddamn. Hey, Joe, I just want to ask you something. I'm sad. Shit. But if I, could, if I just had one question about their relationship, we just had one. That's what I want to be. Yeah, watching. yeah. Y'all like y'all like fuck that divorce ain't no option, and both y'all sing this shit, and y'all don't put a lot of y'all personal information out to the public, which I wish I knew. I wish I didn't know, but I know because whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like divorce, never, never, not being. We ain't we in this for life. We ain't even married. We life partners. Like damn, Joe, what is it that y'all get from one another? That y'all wouldn't even entertain that shit. Like, I would really, especially, you know, if I'm about to be married again, my first marriage failed, I would love to hear that answer. That's probably some, I bet that's probably a dope answer. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because they got a sense of it's some like like uh Greg said, they've been together damn near 25 years. They got kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, they there's something it definitely that, that is not, you know what I'm saying, that the most people don't have and as dysfunctional as it looks, it might really be dope. You well, know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would love to know. Anyway, moving on. Uh real quick before we get to a somber subject. Uh, because I know I gotta talk about the Bears real quick. I got a question for you. Why not? WNBA. Why is that not more popular amongst women? Why isn't that one of the more highly rated shows amongst women? Why is it that league more popular, especially in the day and age of women's empowerment and women entrepreneurs, and especially black women? And why is that league still struggling? You would think women would be supporting them in droves. Well, I think it's a couple things. One, women in general aren't the biggest sports consumers. So, you know, it don't matter what the fucking sport is, they ain't really, it ain't going to be too many women watching it. So then amongst the women who do watch sports like myself, um, I just feel like it's never, everything is about conditioning, right? And if it's not being pushed, then you tend to think, don't give a fuck about it. You don't and, think WNBA gets enough marketing? Mm -mm, I don't. I don't think it's really being pushed that way. I don't think women's sports in general is really pushed that way. And so, you know, as much as I champion Serena Williams, I don't, I've never watched a tennis match a day in my life. Really? No. I might have seen some highlights or I might have came in in the middle and seen a couple you know, back and forth, but I've never sat there and just watched a match. Yeah, I've seen several Serena's matches. Like I find, yeah. out I'm gonna sit the fuck down and watch Serena. Yeah, like it's certain. It's certain. Well, I won't say she's not marketed. Right. That's a different story. But um, might say uh, WNBA is just not exciting enough. See, that's 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 how I feel. I feel like I'm yeah, they 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 yeah, and and the, I mean they the NBA has set a bar. So, you know, say you got the bar up here, the, NB, the WNB, it ain't like they came out at the same time. Like it was already up here and then they come and, it, and it's not being marketed. It's being marketed. Market. Maybe it's not the same. But it can't be because they don't generate, they damn near running out of deficit. You can't expect them to be marketed like the NBA does when the NBA is generating billions. Because the billions. bar was already set. So it's like, yeah. like you said, it's, it's not as issue. I'm going to market the product that is bringing in billions as opposed to the one that I'm basically having to cover the expenses for. Like the NBA, I'm not even sure that WNBA generates a profit. If it does, it's not very much of one. So when it comes down to an issue of marketing, especially if you want to push like the NBA, it's just not the money behind it for that to, to ever be pushed to that level is what I'm saying. It's never going to be pushed to the NBA level. We just don't make enough money to do so. But what I was wondering, how would... As a sports fan, you're pretty knowledgeable about sports too, regardless of male or woman, especially when you was really into sports. Do you think that lowering the, the rim in the NBA would make the game more exciting? Maybe bring it down to like nine. The WNBA? Yeah. Because no, I don't really, I just don't think that's it. I just think that. The part of the biggest part of the NBA, what makes it exciting, some of that high flying shit. And if you can add some of that to the WNBA, some of these girls are very athletic. So let's say out of the WNBA now, it's 2%. That can dunk, but now I make the rim nine nine six or nine feet. So now I go from two percent of the league that can dunk to fucking thirty five percent. Now some of these girls getting dunked on. Right. That alone, I think, would make it more exciting. You don't think so? Maybe. 
Maybe I just think the bigger issue is that men are the men are the the main consumers of sports, and men generally, I ain't gonna say y'all don't want to see women play sports. Y'all don't want to see no masculine ass. I disagree. Type of that. You know, huh? That I disagree with. I don't think in general when you're you're. Your average sports fan who like not average sports fan, your novice sports fan, it's a name for them who don't really watch sports. They just watch, you know, what I'm saying something popular come on. They may be on that shit. A real sports fan, ain't nobody. T- the reason dudes ain't watching the WNBA ain't because the women ain't attractive. No, I'm not saying that that that's the answer. I'm just I'm saying part like, of it. I don't think. Okay. I don't think no no dude dudes aren't even programmed to look for attractiveness in sports like that. Now maybe in the sport where it's blatantly obvious, like volleyball, because they ass hanging out. You know, what that's I'm what I'm saying. I feel like the way men operate, if they had them chicks walking around some skimpy ass outfits, they got them they around there looking all extra cute. Motherfuckers would be turning in more. I no, really they do. They do have leaves like that, and nobody watches them shit. Them shit's obscure as fuck. They because those leaves. leagues, the women also can't play. That's true too. They do. <laughs> they to I've seen one on YouTube, and I'll be honest. <laughs> be honest, I wasn't remotely interested in watching it because they were naked. Like I might have turned it on. I didn't get more than a minute or two in the video before I cut it off. It ain't like I sat there and saw a bunch of naked chicks hooping, and I watched the whole two quarters of that shit. But I'm just saying, imagine if they hooping and they out there looking. You know what I'm saying? No, I hate to say that, but I think take away from the integrity of a game. If they was real hoopers, if you a real hooper, I want to see you hoop. The problem with women is their basketball technically is fundamentally excellent. They just don't have the athleticism to right. bring more excitement. But technically sound, fundamental basketball, that shit is excellent. If you're trying to teach a young kid to, to learn how to play the game, you can see them watch the women's game because they have to be more technically precise in order to get their shit off because they can't make up for their mistakes. Right, right. I think that's a big, I do think that's a big part. I don't think them being half naked on the court, I'm be like, oh shit, I can see her titties, let me watch her hoop. Like, no, it don't really work that way. I know they try to do that with the lingerie league and all that type of shit. I don't think that goes. Volleyball chicks is half naked. I don't think that beach volleyball is probably one of the most watched uh, uh, events in the Olympics. We could probably pull up the stat, but I, I would be willing to bet that beach volleyball is probably not even top five. And them chickens got, what, bikini tops on and tight-ass boy shorts. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Men don't and give a fuck about volleyball, good. though. That's what it's well, like. We, they, well, we said if they're good and they're naked. Well, them chickens but I'm good. saying because men like basketball. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying you – and maybe I'm not explaining it, but – Lingerie Baseball League. If that'll work. Greg, Greg said they've been playing on a regulation rim all their life. Lowering the rim would be catastrophic. Well, that I disagree. One, they're good enough athletes to adjust. Two, if you think about it, in most sports of women, they do make some allowances for women. In golf, the tee is closer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and they don't play straight baseball. They play softball. In, in tennis, they don't go five sets. They go three sets. So we acknowledge this that, that athletically women aren't equal. That's what it is. It's the athletic. I, I don't think it would be an insult to women at all. Clearly, you can play at an extraordinary high level on a 10-foot rim. But do you want fans? Do you want more people into your game? Would you like to be able to execute more exciting plays? Lower the rim. It ain't because you can't hoop, but y'all can't dunk. 
and that's a huge, we all know, that's a huge part of basketball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One dunk can make a game that wasn't even talked about, talked about. All I mean, what you're saying make a good point. If they doing all these concessions in the other sports, then why not? Uh, but then Greg also said the, the WNBA needs a superstar that transcends through pop culture. But I feel like they had a couple of them, though. Like who? Um, like Candace Parker was pretty popular. Uh, Reggie Miller's sister. Oh, Reggie Miller's sister. Old uh, Reggie Miller's sister older than Reggie. But I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying she transcended pop culture and that she still didn't do shit back then to 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 get the game. I don't think the average person knows Candace Parker's name even at her prime. A sports fan know her name like that, but I don't think the average person who just watch sports casually would know who Candace Parker is even at her prime. What about Lisa Leslie? She might be a little different because she started doing modeling and shit like that, right? Yeah, she was on. She was on TV with Martin. Yeah, I, I, Lisa Leslie might be one who I could say kind of sent that superstar status, started doing other shit. But other than Lisa Leslie, who? Like, I don't think most people know who Rebecca Lobo is. They don't know who Cheryl Swoops is. They don't know I who Sue uh, Bird, like all these great. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even with doing that, because I mean, that was Lisa Leslie. That was the 90s, and that still didn't transcend it. It's just, you know what I'm saying? I think, you know, maybe there's something to what you said. I think it's, it's just not exciting. It's, you know, at, the men are just more athletic and they can bring, you know. I think that's it. I don't think it's a sexual part of it. I understand why you brought that up. But honestly, I don't, ultimately, I don't think that's it. I think if you may, if you could make that game more exciting, more athletic plays, men would be more into watching that shit. That's what mm-hmm. I think. That's what I think. Because some of them just got game. I mean, they got game, game. On the real. You know what I'm saying? Especially some of them guards. Because, you know, the guards is more quickness and handles. You ain't got to do all big. You ain't got to have strength. Right. Some of them female guards, they got handles. They got torches. They can pass, but yeah, just a lack of athleticism. But but anyway. they don't even have like an all star game or nothing like they do. They do they? I have no I idea. Know. I've never heard of it. I, I would think I would think they do though. I, I would be pretty surprised if they don't have an all star game. Have you ever seen an all star game? I ain't never seen a WNBA game. I've watched oh, I think games before. I watched a couple college games back when UConn was really tearing motherfuckers up in Tennessee. Was tearing motherfuckers up, but I've never really watched a WNBA game. But even my college games, I'll be honest, it hasn't been many, maybe four or five in my life. So yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't watched it. But uh, I want to take. Like, I feel like those get that's more popular than WNBA. Like when they get down to like the March Madness with the women, yeah, that's that People get into it because that's just their school. So if their school is good, you may just fuck with just because your school is dominant and something you just want to see right. regional right. love, people from that area. No colleges get it get a bit different. Like a school like Ohio State, goddamn it, they get treated like a motherfucking NFL team. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only thing in that area in Columbus. Look at Alabama and all them down there. Ain't no sports teams in Alabama, right? That that school like an NFL franchise. Mm-hmm. You know. But I'm see, saying? Rod, Rod kind of saying what I was saying. He said I don't enjoy women not being feminine. Basketball is not feminine. Football is not feminine to me. They try to feminize it with the lingerie. And showing the NBA athletes off the court more, dressing up, looking good. Don't change my mind about watching the sport with them, though. I watch women's tennis, volleyball, etc. Oh, Greg said they do have an all-star game. Okay. Yeah, they would have. Yeah. Yeah, they would have. They've been around. Oh, Greg Brandon Ann said it. So I'm gonna take my daughters to a sky game. I know they're in the playoffs this year, so I won't get a chance to go. But my daughter's starting to play basketball. Uh, and I do want to take them to a sky game so they can check that out. But yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about that because I know, like I say, a lot of these things, I just figure women women in general 
I know most of their fans are women. I looked it up before we got there. They say like 70 to 75 percent of their fans are women. But I would just say overall, I would think that with all the women's empowerment, entrepreneurship and education, that is one entity in which women, especially black women, would kind of flood to get behind more. Uh, I think we want to see empowerment in other ways. I just think in general, in general, women just aren't really okay. the consumers of sports. So they're not going to be looking, you know, but I respect it. I respect it. Uh, oh, uh oh. About them bears. I mean, you know what? It's only three games in the season. No, no. I think. Oh, okay. But you were sad, so I was just like, you said about them possibly moving to Arlington Heights. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, it was inevitable. I mean, not necessarily that they were gonna move to the suburbs, but it was inevitable that they was gonna abandon Soldier Field one day because they the only. They're the only team in the league that doesn't own their own stadium. And Older. it's like the smallest stadium, I think, in the whole fucking league, which is crazy. Cause I think Soldier Field is pretty damn big. Um, so it was inevitable, but yeah, Arlington Heights, eek. Do you care as a Bears fan? Do you care at all that they would be located in Arlington Heights as opposed to Chicago? Does that I fuck with your fandom? I don't think it'll fuck with my fandom. I it I, I I do I care? Yes. Um, I think it change is difficult for all of us, so it's gonna be an adjustment. I, I live know. not far at all from Soldier Field. I drive past that motherfucker every day on the way to work. I think it's a beautiful field. Um, I think it's you know, if, if people come from out of the out of the uh state, if they come to it, it's probably one of the more beautiful. As far as like the atmosphere, like where it's located, it's on the lake. It's from the outside. The, the stadium itself looks terrible from the outside. That old ass stadium. With well, no, I'm not stadium. talking about that. I'm just talking about the location of it. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's on the lake, and like you can see the. It has a beautiful view of the skyline, and like, like all of that is really, really dope. Well, I agree so that's gonna suck. You know what I'm saying? But. And it. it's easy. It's kind of easily accessible too. You can just hop on the train and. Well, can't say they're not moving because they're still under contract to 2033. But you got to understand. Damn. But listen, <laughs> that contract is only like four something million dollars a year. Like that's not a huge contract that they couldn't break. I don't think they are gonna break it. Uh, but yeah, right. They are under contract to 2033, so it could be a while. And then the other thing is, they would have to get that stadium paid for. Uh, you know, prior to the the, the uh, citizens of Arlington Heights, they don't want to kick in no tax money for that. Uh, the McCaskey family as a whole is not considered to be that wealthy of a family in regards to most of their money apparently comes from football, from the Bears. Most of their money is not generated from outside interest. Like a lot of the new the newer owners were billionaires before they even got into sports. What I heard, the McCaskey's money is mostly in sports. Uh, so they would say that they, maybe if they sell the team, it's possible. But yeah, it's probably not much of a chance before 2033 unless they decide to buy out the uh the contract and sold the field. Then they still got to build the stadium over there. They got to tear down the racetrack, rebuild it. Oh, and, so that's where it's going. Yeah, it's going to the racetrack. And you got to keep in mind the going cost for, for the last, I was looking up this information for the last few NFL stadiums is somewhere around $2 billion. So you know they're not going to build no subpar shit when you got the Dallas Cowboys. 
in the, 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 the uh, I think it was the, the uh, Raiders got a new stadium. I think the Chargers got a new stadium. And all these motherfuckers is elite with these stupid ass billboards. So the Bears can't come in shortstop. If they're going to finally leave so the field, they're going to have to come with it. And then the other thing is the piece of property that they're building on is big enough for them to build other entities. That's another thing that they were saying. So now the Bears can also generate revenue by having restaurants and stuff like that on their property as opposed to Soda Field. Mm-hmm. Bears don't get none of that revenue. Right. All the revenue generated for Soda Field go to the park district. But the Bears yep. don't want Soda Field. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a money play too. So, I, but, but around 2033 or somewhere around there, they bouncing. I don't think they stand Chicago anymore. They bouncing. Stadium small as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, as long as they still the Chicago Bears, I don't give no fuck. They ain't gonna be the Arlington Heights Bears. We exactly. the team ain't moving to a different state, so they it is it's an adjustment. That'd be whack as hell. Now that would fuck with me. I'm hell not yeah. the Bears. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I just gonna have a Chicago. I just gonna have a uh, football team if that's the case. Fuck them if they. I can't. mean, or if it was to move to a different city, like we've seen, like the Raiders moved fuck. or if the Chargers. Fuck them. Right. I only love them because they're the Chicago Bears. The motherfuckers ain't right. for me. Bears ain't won a title since I was what seven. I barely remember that shit. Fuck them. No, nah, they ain't the Chicago you Bears. You Eighty-five, really Joe. You remember. remember? It was so huge. It and and I you remember, remember it. Nineteen seventy-eight. I was. I was seven. younger than you, and I remember it. Like, like I that. get with you. Remember I the get. Game? I get the sentiment. I remember the aspects of the game. I mean, I'm just saying it's it, Chicago don't let you forget. You know I, what I'm saying? Like I remember like three plays. The Freers getting a touchdown. <laughs> God damn it. I remember right. that shit. But I don't remember the game. For sure. I mean, if, if that's the case, then I don't remember half the, the, the plays that happened in, when they went to Super Bowl in 07. I'm just saying the Bears <laughs> haven't done shit since 85. If they leave Chicago. They went to the Super Bowl oh. in 2007. They ain't want shit. Fuck them. You leave Chicago, fuck you. I'm not fuck my fan. Well, no, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Don't travel. Okay, I'm I agree. a Cubs fan. That should tell you all you need to know. You, you. I mean, you just used to heartbreak. I'm a, I'm a Michigan fan. Yes, I ride or die with my team. But if my team leave, I ain't following them. Fuck them. <laughs> no, I agree with you with that. Hell no, and I ain't calling them Arlington Heights. Nothing. That's like a goddamn football. No, I don't think that's, that's what happened. That would just be that would just be like a death sentence for the for the organization to go to yeah. Arlington Heights. Chicago is the third largest city. It has a name behind it. It's recognizable. So, so no, but <laughs> I was yeah. If they left and went to like you know another city, like completely out of the state of Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Well, real quick to wrap it but, up. Like, but go. wait a minute now, because I feel like. The Bears thing has overshadowed a huge thing that happened today, too. I wouldn't have done talking about the Bears yet, but go ahead. What did you, you bring up? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were still talking about the Bears. I'm just going to ask you what you think about, about the uh, Shanagi get fired. I mean, I don't really be having no. <laughs> I don't really be having no. I mean, I get it. And when you, when, so what do, we, what do we mean? We talking about after this season? This or mid-season. Hey, this is how I feel about Nagy. They can do this. No, no, no. Answer my question. Are we talking about when we say fire him, are we talking about after this season or with in the middle of the season? If I was Bears management, I would wake up in the morning, walk up to Nagy and say, Go ahead and go. 
<laughs> you can bounce, dog. Nah, nah, I ain't, I ain't gonna say get rid of him in the middle of the season, but Matt, if he don't, if he don't do nothing at the end of the season, yeah, he gotta go. Fuck him. What Matt Orlowski said about him was on. Did you hear what Matt Orlowski said about him? No, nah, what he say? He ripped him a new asshole, and he made one huge salient point. You've had this boy since the beginning of training camp. You knew that you were going to at least let him get some time. And you didn't have no type of offense put in for him. He had him doing straight dropbacks like he was fucking Tom Brady or something. You let that young boy get out there destroyed. The level of incompetence to not have an offense at all. Not fucking seven, eight to ten plays that he could run. They weren't running no bootlegs. They weren't letting him use his athleticism. That shit was horrible. It was terrible. They had 40-something yards. That's just beyond ridiculous. So it shows a level of incompetence that you weren't at all prepared for this moment for right. your number one fucking draft pick. Right. How are you not prepared for this? So I'm like, dude, how could you be that incompetent? And y'all knew he was starting since last week. This is what y'all been practicing on? This shit? <laughs> I don't watch enough football to know as I'm watching. I'm like, Joe. Why are they not doing bootlegs and shit with the man? Why are they not getting him out in the open area to take advantage of his legs? Because they know he ain't no straight drop back quarterback like that. And at this point in the game, he's not going to be that skilled at reading and going through his progressions. Especially when his offensive line is getting destroyed. They're not even doing no match protect packages. They're in there with five offensive linemen. They're not even putting in a tight end so he can the fucking Right, him. right. Oh, what the fuck? You going out there? With five old linemen with your fucking rookie quarterback in his first start of the season. And on top of that, you know we don't have an abundance of talented skill players. And then what blew me is like at a certain point in the game, they like completely, as usual, abandoned the run. I mean, we have a pretty good fucking running back that can help, but he gotta go. He ain't I don't think that he should be fired in the middle of the season. Nah. I think that's I think that's your emotions talking. I don't think that should happen. I don't think it will happen because they ain't never did it before. Like Amar said, they're not doing he, that. He ain't been impressive since he got here. How long he been? Is this year three? No, his first season was real good. He did a real good job his first season. He ain't been since, since then though. How long he been the head coach of the Bears? What year is this for him? I think four? this might be year four. Yeah, three four. Yeah, I think it's year four. Yeah, I he had one good season. Don't do shit for me. I've seen what he's done since he's had a chance to bring in the players that he wants and all that shit. Because a lot of time when a coach take over, a lot of the talent that he have is from the previous regime. Because they can't just do a a whole overhaul of the whole team as soon as you get there. But once you get there, three four years, you starting to put in your defenses, your offense. You starting to get the opportunity to get the players that you want that you can feel can run what you want. Right. I'm not trying to hear that shit, fam. You didn't have plenty of time to get in the motherfuckers to do what you need done. Your play calling been suspect even when you had Mitch, even though Mitch was a bum. I'm just saying, I just damn I, I I'm good with it. Amar says some say that Nagy hung him out to dry on purpose because he didn't want Fields to start in the first place. But I that's heard, I don't know if I believe it, but I've heard it. Yeah, that's kind of weird because then yeah, I don't know about that. 
He had to keep his job, but right. That's what anyway. I was like. Mm, that's kind of counterproductive, but I, I, I'm just happy we got a quarterback that got some motherfuckers. I do, and I really hope. I, mean, I think we all have high hopes for him. I'm sorry, what you say? You gonna get his ass killed? Well, no, I'm just saying. I hope. You know, I, I don't think anybody should be judging. I don't think anybody is right. No one's judging him off this she one is. game. Oh hell no. Yeah. Hell no, we know he wasn't ready. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with. I him. mean, but half the damn city was begging for him to start from day one, so I don't know. But I, I'm fine with him starting, but I'm also fine with going through the growing pains of a young quarter. I know he's gonna make mistakes. I don't expect excellent play out of field. So that's what I've been wanting to ask folks, like, because I mean, I watch football and stuff, but I don't like y'all men. Y'all really kind of pay attention to like some real like. So how was like Mahomes like? When he first started, did he have to go through all this or he was just cold out the gate? I mean, Pat Mahomes is on. I mean, he did have, he had Andy Reid and shit, right? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Pat Mahomes is is like a, a a prodigy when it comes to being a quarterback. So to even try to compare. I'm just curious. That was just something I was curious about because. I know that some of these. I don't think he started right away either, right? Then he had to kind of sit out. He said, yeah, he sent out his uh, his first year, and then he started his second year. But he came in his second year. The nigga this. Oh, uh, but he he was able. He had the benefit of watching a whole year. Okay. Again, he's such a he's such a he's such a fucking virtuoso at the position. The man in his first full year. I just pulled. Yeah, it he was MVP and shit. Yeah. Five thousand yards and fifty yeah. touchdowns. Mm -hmm. The first year starter. So I'm saying I don't really want to compare. Anybody to pat my home just because like, no, I didn't, but I didn't mean it that way. I was just trying I to did. see what the trajectory was for a rookie quarterback. Like, what is like I, I know was, for a fact Aaron Rodgers, I think he sat out him, Tom Brady, too. Like they sat out for a year or two. Tom Brady was a seven-round draft pick, so he wasn't I'm, expected to be shit. But uh Sean Watson, <laughs> uh 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 what's buddy name in Buffalo? Allen. I think those probably more guys that you want to. Compared Justin. Okay, Fields. well then, then so in that situation, then if that's you know, since it's hard for you to to, to picture what's happening with all, then what about them? Like, what was their, what was the trajectory? Did they sit out for some games and then, and mm. then when they did come in, how was they playing? Did it? How long did it take them to get good? Or were they good as soon as they came out the gate? Deshaun Watson was pretty good out the gate. Allen, so he started immediately. He didn't sit like a year like long. I don't think Deshaun Watson sat. Uh, Greg, I think it's Greg on here. He can he can correct me. I think Ken might correct, but I don't think Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, I do think he started right away. I think uh, Allen. I think Allen started right away too. But he uh, he or he might have started maybe halfway into the season. Uh, but I know he wasn't that great his first year. I think Deshaun Watson was pretty good his first year, but. But yeah. not his first game. Like, it probably had to take him a few games. Oh, yeah, I would have sold. That's what I was asking. I don't know. I don't well, Greg, Greg said most rookies struggle out the gate yeah. as they get used to NFL speed. I would assume, yeah. I would assume that they struggled at least the first few games. Maybe had a, a game where they killed it and they kind of came back down to earth. You know? Right, right, right. Most of that rookies do, especially a quarterback, because it's honestly the hardest position to play in all the sports. Right, right. So, uh, again, I expected Justin Fields to struggle, but I expected his coaching staff to protect him, and they didn't do that on multiple levels. Not with the plays they ran, not with the sets they ran. Uh, the whole, the whole, the whole show it was a shit show. The fucking mm -hmm. Baltimore kicker had more yards than we had as a whole fucking offense. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. So, 
Anyway, fuck Nagy. Uh, you gotta get his bum ass to fuck up out of here. Shit, we can let fucking Greg coach the team. He be fucking watching the games like a goddamn cut nigga. Got Man, he on a fucking all 72 scout reports for the game and shit. Let Greg coach that. Man, this motherfucker got he on the season ticket holder committee and shit. This motherfucker be What do you think? Do you have a job? Greg named Tommy. Because this nigga is at every White Sox game. Every White Sox game. Like that thing. I need to know what Greg do for a living. That nigga got mad free time. I'm jealous. I need to find out how to get in your <laughs> to go to every fucking Bears game, every goddamn White Sox game. God damn it. This nigga the new Tommy, man. But uh, what did you want to talk about? You say something happened that the Bears game distracted from. Yeah, they broke ground on the um, Obama's uh, center today. Obama was in town. Um, that thing is getting started. I'm just saying, what the fuck? Why are you doing all that? I don't care about that shit. You can talk about it. I ain't okay, but it ain't just about what you care about, motherfuckers. I'm just saying that got overshadowed. He broke ground on Obama Center. That means that that's coming about. Obama was in town, and that's something that's exciting, and nobody was talking about it today because we were talking about R. Kelly and fucking... Arlington Heights. <laughs> I don't care about Obama. I damn sure don't care. I'm just, I don't know if that's fair because I don't be caring about certain shit and I still talk about it. That yeah, but I don't have nothing to say. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what the fucking Obama Center is. What is it supposed to do? Is it a library? What the fuck is it? Yes, it's going to be a library. So, so Obama opened a library in 2021? A library? No, they broke ground on it. For a library in 2021? All right. When the last time you been to a library? Um, probably right. <laughs> I'm like, uh. <laughs> when the last time you the average person been to a library? I can't answer that. I don't know. I see people at the library all the time though. When I've gone, <laughs> I'm not even, okay. But what about? I'm not going always to the law school library. I'm going. It's the library up the street from my house. Yeah, let me just ask this question. Other than Students, how many motherfuckers? I'm just saying, I don't know who those people are in the library. They might not be students. I don't know. They in that motherfucker though. Ma said it's not a library. Okay, then what the fuck is it? Tell me what it is. It is a library. I think it's a little bit more than the average library, but essentially that's what it is. But it's not. You know, it's not. Are you like anti Obama or something? I'm just. I told you. I, I other than having tremendous respect for him, I don't feel he's. I'm not. Obama but that's family. all the fuck is about. I mean, what else? You know, I'm not talking about politics or anything. I mean, we're talking about tremendous respect. They're making a fucking building for the first black president. I didn't say nothing about this man politics. I on him. I, like, I'm, I'm just saying, him. like, you got like this. You say you got tremendous respect, but you didn't really show tremendous respect. And that's all I'm talking about. I didn't say nothing about the man politics or anything not- remotely. Even connected to him being president, they're making a building for him. He's deserving of it. And that got overshadowed. Nobody was talking about it today. That's all. I guess in general, I've just, I've never seen all of, I, obviously being the first black president. I mean, that's really the point. Obvious, But I'm saying, if you're asking me why I reacted the way I did, I was just kind of like, whatever. Because that's kind of how I feel about Obama. Like when you bring up Obama to me. I'd be like, mm, whatever. Like, other than him being the first black president, I don't really have no f- whatever with me with dude. I've never been a huge Obama fan. I never been one to bash him. 
I've been never one to shit on him, but I've never sung his praises. You know what I'm saying? To me, congrats for being the first black president. But after that, like I don't, I don't, I've never been impressed by him like that. You know what I'm okay. saying? Other than obviously he's a enormously intelligent, highly accomplished man. Like I'm talking about outside of the office. That's what I'm saying. Like Look, I don't love you know, like, what has that not the highlight? Like I, I just don't even understand what you're saying. I'm not gonna have nothing to say about him, Tiff. I'm never. I'm not. I'll have nothing to say. I'm not gonna praise him. I'm not but saying anything about Obama. I said that they are breaking ground on that's something it. for him. That's you it. know, and so that's what I'm saying. Like you just named off all these amazing things. Because you didn't like my well, and then why then why can't that just be it? Because I haven't said anything about him as being the president. I didn't say nothing like that. I'm sorry, well, if you feel like he's respectable, he's highly intelligent, then why can't we celebrate that with this thing that they're building for him? You can celebrate <laughs> that shit. I ain't celebrating shit for dude. You can celebrate okay. but again, yeah, you just I'm I'm explaining myself only because you you, you had an adverse uh reaction to my whole hum reaction so i was just telling you why i reacted that way that's all when i was like and eh, you was like why you like that i'm just saying i just thought we would we talk about current events here yeah, we and that's current that's a big deal that's happening i didn't bring it up for it to be this rah 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 obama thing but i definitely didn't expect it to be like get the fuck out of here like damn I'm just bringing it up here. like that i didn't say get the fuck out of here i, just I said, mean you pretty much should have said that. i'm like eh, whatever eh. Be like, eh. you told i told you i felt about obama you know what i'm saying i told you a long time ago when that motherfucker stopped being president one of the biggest things that everybody said was a lot of reasons he couldn't do what everybody wanted him to do he the president he got to play politics whatever whatever cool right i said but when he leave office let's see if he the black leader that y'all thought he was because y'all said when he was in office he could that's but that's people putting it, that on him he was never he was never this leader before that thing is he was people love him for being the first black president and they used to talk about him like he was the next messiah and then when he got in office and so he, that's what it really is you like you like people that don't like beyonce yeah. because you don't like their no, thing no no no, 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 no. they don't got shit to do with beyonce and i didn't say I Barack didn't. obama never never said that he was the next and i never said i didn't like him i said well people talked about him like he was this and that and i said and then when he was in office and he got criticized for not doing this before for black people everybody was like well he the president of america he can't do whatever for black people cool all these reasons why he couldn't do whatever. So I was like, cool. When he get out of office, since y'all swear he's so great, then he will be a black leader. Because we bet we don't have one. We haven't had one for years. And if there's anyone, anyone in this country who can, we've had this conversation, who can get the attention of black America, who basically has universal respect amongst all of us, it is that man and his wife. And since they left office, them niggas ain't did shit but vacate. And get paid for speeches and books. So, like, I, I ain't never shitted on them, but I'm like, Joe, they are, they have, they are not black leaders. They are not the people who black people thought they were going to be. But that's my point. So like, they never, they point. never, they didn't sell a bill of goods to nobody. They never said, let me, can I, I'll let you talk. Can I say yeah. something? They never, they never said that. So, basically, your reaction or your feeling about him is based on other people's expectations and you not seeing the expectation that people had of him manifest it don't have nothing to do with him as an individual that's just like people that don't like 
Beyonce, they don't like Beyonce because they don't like Beyonce fans. Beyonce ain't did shit. Obama's never once acted like he was finna be the motherfucking black messiah. He wasn't doing that shit before he became president. And I ain't saying that I'm not giving him a pass that he should have did more for black people. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But nevertheless, I don't base my feelings about him on expectations of other people. I appreciate him as a person for everything that you just said. He was the first black president. He carried himself always represented blacks in a very good light, him and his wife and his family. They have never done anything negative and he's very intelligent and he's from Chicago. And so all I was doing was highlighting another big event that happened today that no one talked about because I thought this was the forum for it. I ain't wanted to turn it to an Obama. I wasn't trying to turn it into an Obama conversation. I just was talking about them breaking ground on the facility. Don't act like you can't say whatever the fuck you ought to say just because I ain't No, I, but you're taking it the wrong. I'm not saying that either. I just want to be known that I didn't mean it. Oh, but you when said, I was saying it, because it's almost like your reaction to it is almost like, okay, so I want to talk about Obama. Listen, I just well, want to talk about that event because we talk about current events and no one's been talking about it. Okay, because so we're talking about the Bears. I get it. I understand. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I don't fuck with politics in general. But that's what I'm saying. But I'm not talking about politics. I, I get, but again, like I said, it, it we've, I understand what you were trying to do, and you didn't. My reaction wasn't what you was expecting. Cool, but we we've passed that now. We understand why <laughs> I reacted that way. I'm just telling you, like I'm not the Obama guy. Is all I'm simply saying. Like I respect him, but other than that, like I treat him like every other president. I feel like presidents are puppets, and I, and you saying and I, the reason I'm objecting to what you're saying because you keep saying uh, it's like when people don't like Beyonce. I don't. I don't. I object to you saying I don't like Obama. I don't dislike Obama. He's down the middle with me. I don't. I don't like him, or I don't dislike him. He just. So does that mean you shouldn't have frowned and made that I, face? I told when you, you heard about the uh, library. There should have been like, oh, that's cool. That's nice. Moving on. <laughs> but other way, other than that, it was like, ah, oh, okay. The black people have put him and his wife. See, you keep breaking it up. That's people, not them. Again, but Tiff, you got to hear what I'm saying, though. I'm I not, heard you. You said it already. You're talking to me as if I'm shitting. On them, I'm not I saying negative about them, but I'm making your reaction was negative. And if we all, if we, if the whole thing was just that, if, if the whole thing is that he's middle of the road and you appreciate the thing, then it should have been like, oh, okay, cool, they breaking ground, that's nice, all right. And that was it. It was just acknowledging it's whatever. I don't care about anything that Obama's doing about a fucking library again. That man was held by. Everybody. But you ain't shitting on him though, so okay. But I, I ain't say fuck Obama. I didn't say fuck your library. I said I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like you opening a library in Chicago, whoop the fucking do. You the former president out of Chicago, and the one thing you do for Chicago is open a library. Well, they do it for Ooh. every. They do it for every president. You know, all the shit we fucking need. I don't care about your library. Well, he he's not opening a library. They do it for every president. And wherever city they come from, it's pretty normal. They do it all the time. I'm not saying it's not. All I'm simply saying, when you introduce that news to me, one, I don't give a fuck about no president. Two, I definitely don't give no fuck about a president because he a puppet. Three, with Obama specifically, 
that's the one that black people love and have made this man be something that he not act like he was this and that in the fourth he was the black messiah the greatest black man ever type of shit and i've sit here and listen to this shit for years and like i said that man fell off the face of the earth after he become president exactly like i knew he would do he just like every other president so why motherfuckers love it like it's like i don't assert shit i don't say because i don't want to get bashed for it, like michelle obama motherfuckers oh michelle obama could be next president and michelle obama this michelle obama that i'm like why because she was married to fucking barack like i know she a lawyer i ain't like she a dummy obviously what the fuck this michelle obama done to make people have a logical argument that she could be the next president because she was married to barack like we just be heaping praises on motherfuckers for the fuck of it like i don't see what barack did was so goddamn it. other than being the first black president hugely impressive that's the obvious but after that was he the was he the great president was he a fantastic president i don't think so and since he be, and since he stopped being president, where the fuck he been at? Where, the, where Barack been at? You over the library in Chicago? Great. You got Barack Obama library in Chicago. Fantastic, dog. Great. What has he done? What else has he done? And the only reason I bring this up because, like I said, him and Michelle probably got the most influence out of any black motherfucker currently alive. What they do with it? What they do with it? Who get more respect than them? Who more honored than them? What they do with all this juice and power and love that the what they do with it? Besides, get richer. How does nigga differ from any other president? So I'm sorry, I ain't mean to shit on your 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 your, your subject, but I just you bring people bring dude up, I just be like, all right. That's all. So my bad. I wasn't trying to poo-poo, but it just I just when I hear dude name, I be I just don't whatever to me, man. I ain't never been impressed with dude. What did I expect him to do? Oh god. That's what uh my <laughs> I ain't trying, I don't go, I don't want to I, I, I said I don't I, I don't get political, I don't follow politics. That's why I never talk about that shit. I don't not educated enough in politics to even start trying to. Well, have you just speech. you just went on a whole soapbox like you knew a whole yeah, lot. People making I never spoke about. <laughs> I said that people made him to be a, a black messiah, like he was some great black. But that's my point. We disliked him because of what other people expectations were. That's what you keep bringing up. You haven't said anything negative that he's done personally. I never said that. Okay. You keep like saying it. I don't dislike. No, I was quiet because I'm pretty much done with this conversation. I don't dislike him. I don't. He just. I'm just not singing his praises. People be praising Obama. I'll be like, I just don't get it. That's all. Okay. okay. But the reason I said that because Ahmad asked me. I know, and I don't want you to answer it. We can. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna get into all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I just again. Like I said, they they act like this dude was the, the greatest thing since Martin Luther King. <laughs> and that motherfucker stopped being president and he a regular-ass citizen, regular-ass millionaire like the rest of these millionaires. Just getting richer and richer. That's it. Anyway, uh, definitely want to get on that note before. I don't even know how we turn to that. Uh, exactly my point. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, I had I had a reaction. You ain't like my reaction. It led to a conversation. That's what podcasting is, baby. We podding this bitch. We podding. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, was anything you, but you ain't shitting on him, so I just want to point that out. As you went on a 10 minute rant, I ain't shitting on him. <laughs> I said, he said nothing bad about 
I just say he ain't hooping motherfuckers made. You didn't say nothing good about him either. I didn't. I certainly didn't, but I didn't say nothing bad either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You said I don't never say nothing bad about Obama. I don't never say nothing good about him either because I don't hate him. I don't like him. Just another president. Just another puppet. That's all. At least to me. I know people feel differently. Anyway, you know what I mean? Anything else you wanted to get to this evening? That was it for you. No, I just wanted to say that because nobody was talking about it today. So. And they, one thing I do want to know, you say it's a library, somebody else said it's not, then what the fuck is it? What are they, what are they, the building is going to be used for? Like, what's the main purpose of the building? I mean, essentially, it's just a landmark. I mean, they call it a library. I mean, it's going to be a library in the sense of what you think of as like a traditional library. It's more like a landmark to a dedication of, in his, of his name. So I mean, so what do they typically use these buildings for? They just like I don't know because it's the first time we've had a president that came from Chicago. So when uh, I've gone to others, like when I've gone to Houston, I've never seen the George Bush Library, or when I've gone to others, I've never seen them. I know they do them for every president. So. I didn't even know that. I didn't know they do a president for every library. I'm sorry, a library for every president. Yeah, it's something like yeah. And they do it like in their home city or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about presidents from like small ass towns? Like, what if you from like a small ass town? They do it like for the, the, the biggest city next to you or some shit? Like, they ain't gonna put no big ass library at like a fucking fat, like, they might, of you. They fat might, fat like, Joe, but Joe Biden always talk about his town. I forget the name, Scratsdale, some shit. They might probably, more than likely, they're gonna probably put it there. They will put it in a small ass town there. I guess wherever you're from, huh? I'm just guessing. I really, I'm, I'm pretty positive that that's what happens, though. Oh, I have no idea. I, I was the first I heard of it tonight. Uh, Leroy said presidential libraries hold their records. Okay, uh, so Leroy knows. Michelle Obama 2024. Amar said Greg taught Michelle it's over everyone and everything. You couldn't pay her to care. Also, she's saying Michelle would never run for presidency. Oh, this, yeah, it, I, don't, I, think that took, I think that took a lot out of them being, you know, being in that position. That's a huge amount of like scrutiny and like you don't have no privacy. So I personally understand why motherfuckers sitting back chilling right now, but I, that's a that's a conversation I just didn't really want to get into. And Amor, she said I'm uneducated. What am I uneducated on, Amar? What 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 I would love to know what you said I spoke on that I was uneducated about. Just you can put it in the comments because we about to shut it down for the night. But I'd just be interested to know what in particular you were talking about. Uh he said, and then Leroy said, memos, artifacts, etc. So it's uh yeah, it's like a landmark, it's almost like a museum or something for them. Oh, she said politics and Obama. I never I that's what I think. I never spoke on his policies or anything like that. I never went down that road. So I don't know how you feel. I'm uneducated. I said I'm uneducated on that. Actually, I admitted it. That's why I don't speak on that shit. So okay. But it's weird that you have such a grand opinion about it. That's the that's the point she's trying not to make. About, not about politics. You notice I didn't say it's about politics. I didn't say anything about his his whatever things he's done as a president. I didn't go. I didn't go really deep into that. I don't typically. Oh, uh, okay. So maybe I was wrong. Ahmad said Chicago was chosen out of a few locations. It was almost New York City. I think Hawaii might have been one of the options too, because that's where he's technically from. So maybe I am wrong as far as like it goes to wherever city. See, I don't really know too much about this. So I just that's what I'm saying. I didn't bring it up to talk about Obama and, and all of that. I just said, hey, that's a huge thing that's happened. They've been working on this for a long time. Black they finally broke ground on it. 
And that's all I was talking about. But, you know, <laughs> I forget who I was talking to, so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I turned it into a subject. How about that? That was going to be a very short it's conversation. Cool. I turned it into a conversation. You should be rewarding me on my excellent podcast. <laughs> turning that non-conversation into a conversation. I was just trying to wrap up the end. Like, okay, we talked about that. Don't forget, this happened too. Hey, you know. I, oh, I, the city's bid for Okay, yeah. Oh, city's bid for it. So yeah. Actually, you don't know how that shit go. That shit could have ended up anywhere, huh? Yeah, it could have. But I know, but I think obviously it's some consideration as to where they're from and stuff like that. I think those... It ain't just any fucking city, you know what I'm saying? It gotta be some connection. Cause I think, I think there was he they talked about him moving to New York when he uh got done. And I think that's why New York was it, cause because he never lived there. But I think shit, they might live there. I think they do live there now, matter of fact. So anyway. Especially, would you be interested in going to like uh Michelle Obama, like one of her speaking engagements? That's something you, yeah. Would I was supposed to go when she was here promoting her book, but I forget why I ended up couldn't go or whatever. But I, I yeah, like you said, I never put I never put them on a pedestal like I thought they was gonna be some black leaders, but I did appreciate what they did and and globally how they represented black people because, like we talked about on the podcast last week there hasn't been that representation coming out of America. So people that come or that see America media, all they see in is negative images. And I thought that they represented us well. They, it was no scandals while he was in office. It was none of the things that they, they try to down black people. They represented us very well. I'm not saying he wasn't a puppet. I'm not saying none of that. I appreciate him for what he did. He never did anything black, bad against black people. And he from here. And so that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That and that's something positive coming out of Chicago, opposed to all the negative shit that they always talking about us. You know what I'm saying? So that that was the reason I brought it Did up. You know who he was before the Democratic National Convention? Yeah, because I had actually met him when I was in grad school um in Springfield. I had an uh, intern for uh Senator Donnie Trotter. And okay. at that time, Obama was a senator. So I actually met oh, him yeah. and other senators and stuff. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, didn't mean to squash it. You good, you good, uh, good <laughs> news. Obama opened up his library, goddammit. That's good news. <laughs> he didn't open it, they just broke ground on it. They broke ground on it. They put shovels in dirt for this nigga. So that's it. That's, that's pretty much what they did. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, hold on. What do you say? They were they were each black leaders, they made history. They were great examples of what black people are on the global stage. Yeah, I agree with that, Greg. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, another great motherfucking night. God damn it, we finna shut it down. Uh, appreciate y'all. Great conversation. I thought we had some a couple of dope ass conversations tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as always, part of my ugly everything in this motherfucker. I ain't finna run it back down, but you know every every fucking social media app that we own. God damn it, part of my ugly in that bitch and again. I got the uh, the hoodies and the t-shirts for the part of my melanin. Get mine, man. Uh, if you want to place your order, you can just hit my inbox, whether it's my Facebook or my Instagram. Get that out to you. The logo was going to be black. Uh, so you can put whatever color shirt you wanted on, be honest with you. It don't really matter because the logo will be black. Shirt, hoodie, tank top, the uh, what they call it, uh, crew. What do you call those crew necks or sweatshirts, Tiff? Either one. Same thing, crew neck sweatshirts, mm -hmm. same thing. Mm -hmm. 
but a long sleeve, a long sleeve t-shirt, you just call it a long sleeve t-shirt. That's not a crew right because it's a t-shirt material. Usually the crew neck sweatshirt got more like a hoodie material. Okay, I just want to know what the, what the difference. Anyway, appreciate y'all for coming out as always. God damn it, love y'all. We're gonna see y'all motherfucking next week. We out this bitch. Peace.